To cutting through the bull in the post-truth apocalypse. My name's Ben. I'm here with Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And today we're we're going to the movies, aren't we? We are. Yeah. We uh, we thought let's watch They Live and turn it into an episode. Yeah. And um, uh, but we're at the cinema. But please don't put your arm around me because <laughs> you may or may not be an alien. <laughs> no, I didn't bring my sunglasses. <laughs> You're and I'm not from lenses. <laughs> and I'm not reaching for that popcorn. <laughs> The old hole in the bucket trick. It's yeah. not beyond me. <laughs> um, so, uh, but before we get, before we uh, sink our teeth into the cinematic classic that is They Live, uh, I believe we have some news. Some weird news. Some weird fucking news. Would you expect anything less? Um, I, I found something I, I, for some reason, got shared to my, my Facebook news feed. Because um, you're weird. Because, because <laughs> I obviously follow some strange things. Because I'm a, I'm a closet flatter. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That ice war. <laughs> I'll be alright till there's an ice dragon. That's all I can say. <coughs> oh, yeah. I apologise if I cough as well. I have a bit of a cold. I'll try and keep it uh, to the minimum. But yeah. I may have just made a Game of Thrones spoiler without giving a spoiler alert. Oh. <laughs> Ben, we're trying well, to get listeners to the man. I didn't know it was Game of Thrones until you just told them. Mm. It was a fucking ice war and I said a dragon, what else do you want? It could have been anything. <laughs> You're making it worse, I don't even watch it. <laughs> I thought that was a part of EastEnders last week. Oh right, then, God for that. I don't Is even watch it. Is Crackhead Phil still in EastEnders? Phil will always be in EastEnders. <laughs> yeah, but he's still a cracker. He's crack face. He's never had a crack face. Potato crack face. <laughs> no, he's too fat for crack. But he was a cracker though, yeah, wasn't he, he was in the story a, though? Yeah. And oh, an alcoholic. He's been everything. That's a t-shirt, isn't it? Too fat for crack. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow up with too many teeth for meth. <laughs> okay. So. Right. so I found this guy. He's, he's an Eastern European gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he's got a proper way of Eastern European way of pronouncing his name. I forget what it is because he was like a brass, Brasso. But I'm just going to call him Bracco because that's how it's spelled. Right. I apologise for misrepresenting your brand. <laughs> um, and he doesn't say anything. He just stares. He stares. He okay. stares. Recently, 7,000 people went to watch this man stand on a stage and look back at them without saying a thing. Does he change? Like, does he gaze from person to person? Or I is think he, like, he, just no, gazing into the he's distance? He's just gazing into the distance. Like, the 10,000 yard stare. Yeah. Like I get that sometimes, <laughs> but that's because of my mental condition. Nobody comes to fucking watch me. <laughs> if you stand on a corner, people will watch. <laughs> Keep telling you. Um, oh, but man. apparently his gaze, it brings him a sense of hope, peace, and general well-being. And there's people crying when I, at this man. Then people gaze when I cry at them. Because but, I give them the opposite of a sense of well-being. But he just looks into the distance and these people are stood there crying, looking at him and they're paying. I could do that. I just haven't got a hobbit face, allegedly. 
Look, he looks like a bit. Actually, he's, 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 he's eyes really close together. He had this weird elf face in a way. He definitely reminded me of something from Lord what, of the Rings. What do the people claim that they get out of it? Hope, peace, a sense of hope, peace, and well. Is the world that shit that we're <laughs> resorted to looking at a slightly odd-looking <laughs> man for hope? Well, that's my whole childhood, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> he was my Jesus. <laughs> you know, he'd have been some Jesus. <laughs> Fuck Jesus every three days as well. Sixty-eight. Well, no, maybe not sixty-eight. Anyway, um, yeah. So. But this man, how did this get? How did he gain? No, I don't know. Seven thousand people are paying God. to watch him. That's a significant number of people. Yeah, seven thousand. It's more people ever watch me do something. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I mean, I live streamed myself doing some uh, auto sex magic the other day. Yeah. Seven thousand views, nowhere near. He's got more viewers than us. He does nothing. <laughs> exactly. He stands out and looks at the. T- oh, mind you, he'd be a shit podcaster. Yeah, he made a good YouTube video. Just be an hour of silence. I pay you, he's got a YouTube video. This is what's wrong with the world, though, you know. We're here providing quality, well-researched, hilarious content. And this guy, I bet he could put a YouTube video of himself staring, and it would get 3.7 billion downloads, subscribers, and likes, and thumbs up, and shares. The world is that shit, Ben. You answered your own question. Yes, people are looking for meaning and solace in... All the wrong places. It would have been Superman. <laughs> it makes just as much sense to believe in Superman at this point. Um, yeah, we kind of need my news. To, is there more on the the Starry Man? No, that's pretty much all there is to it. Mean, it was like a sixty-second clip. I was like, "What the shit is this?" Well, I think it must be some kind of mass meditation. I mean, that's the only thing that makes mm. any sense. Mass hypnotism. Well, is he is he incredibly well, attractive? No. No. Uh, Everybody's well, standing there doing nothing, mm. and if you do nothing, you tend to look introspectively. Okay, that's how meditation works. Isn't yeah, but well, this guy though—it speci- sounds specific to the staring into space. Is kind of his his USP, his, his unique selling point. Yeah, uh, it's his stick. Yes, exactly. It's his gimmick in the wrestling parlance. Yeah, but imagine going to Britain's Got Talent. I think I want to do, mate. <laughs> yeah. like, I stare, and they're like, "What?" And, he's, than... <laughs> and he just stands there, and just gazing the audience, and everyone's just whispering. I don't. He's he stands there to the security uh, guards. And then he's a beep, 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 and he's off the stage. I mean, he'd still get Christmas number one, though, wouldn't he? Because <laughs> Christmas number one, he doesn't say anything. He was the He's like the fucking hypno toad. That's what he is. Yeah, yeah. The hypno toad. Futurama. All oh, right. Yeah. One, one with the eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone actually yeah. bought a channel. Bought a public access channel and just played hypno toad. I'd watch that for a bit. It was like three o'clock in the morning or something in Canada. I'd watch that for yeah. an hour. Oh. Once we start our Patreon and we get the donations, we'll have our own public broadcast, you know. Yeah. And I, I insist on three hours of hypnotherapy. <laughs> well, speaking of three hours, my news today is... Um, I changed my news story because today I listened to a three-hour sort of... Uh, I think it's a live broadcast that then is put as a um, podcast later on. And by Christ, I can't remember the bloody name of it. Oh, Christ, I'm really sorry. But it was about the hurricanes... In America, as we speak today, this is the second or third one's about to hit. And the rest of it is day after tomorrow mm. is exactly the same as them three hurricanes. Yeah, it is. And he's like, oh shit! Well, did you know that those three hurricanes were, and I heard this on a news show, 
Um, they were man-made and sent in retaliation for Trump's refusal to uh, join some sort of treaty on weather climate oh, control. The Chinese, was it? Um, they were created, oh, possibly these North Korean um, bombs had nothing to do with it. And if you look at them upside down on a map, it's six, six, six. They're all swirly with tails. No, yeah, but listen, the blue, the, 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 the news man, the blues man. <laughs> I'm doing the news <laughs> in the style of the blues. So, but the third one, Hugo, I think his name is, or something like that, or Hernandez, or Chavo Guerrero, I don't know, he's got, he's got some sort of Mexican name, I'm not racist, but the third one is not even going to hit land because Trump has now said he will donate $9 billion to uh, protect uh, America, because America's been thick, yeah, um, uh, he's now donated that money and so they will they'll divert this storm off and it won't hit land. Wow. And this is all being created along with the massive solar flare that fucked up all the GPS signals, the earthquake which hit Mexico. All of this is man-made weather control to give us all a doomsday sort of feeling. Um, and, you know, the violence in the streets of America. People yeah. are freaking the fuck out. It's a hell of a lot of fucking things happening at fucking once. Yeah, and yeah. people are freaking the fuck out and it's all man-made and it's all Trump's fault, allegedly. Well, Sorry. Can, I, can I tell you about diverting hurricanes? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you say like <laughs> Well, let me tell you how I do it. Now, um, people have been out on the beach praying. Oh, um, oh that sounds Out on the beach, also open air pray session. Right. It, it went, apparently, it did how move did a bit. Go? Oh. It did move a bit, but they still got battered by it. Uh, um, did people die? I don't know. Oh, I didn't possibly. continue further than the Because <laughs> if you're praying in the face of a storm, you should be in the shelter. Praying oh that is where they should be, in a shelter, <laughs> yeah. for fuck's yes. sake. I did see a meme on Facebook, and it was a, a lorry that lifted it up, and it's empty. It just says, uh, you know, these are our prayers sent from so-and-so. Oh, so. no. um, my favourite one was Floridian shooting at the hurricane ah. in an attempt to get it to change direction. Ah. Yes, that always works, doesn't it? Yeah. If you, if you can't... Fight nature with you know scientific mechanical devices and or prayer and prayer, um, then you just shoot your nine millimeter pistol at it and and wouldn't it be hilarious if yeah. the bullet was sucked up, winded, whirled <laughs> round and then flung directly back well, at you? This is this is right why between they stopped, the eyes. This is it. That is exactly the reason why they've told people not to do it because the bullets oh. fly into the wind. And they can get shot out anywhere. Oh. You could just end up shooting. You could, you could fire off some into. You can fire your big gun into the hurricane. It's right? a fucking hurricane. And three, hurricane. Mi three miles, three miles later, some woman walking oh, a kitty no. just gets shot in the head. Enough people have done it that they have had to publicly announce the dangers of firing at the hurricane. Yes. Oh God. What you know part what? of the world are we in? When we're, when we're, All look, of a sudden, staring blokes are so bad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And when, you, when you're next walking to the shop and there's a few hoodies about and you think, oh, oh God, I hate Britain, it's a bit, you know, oh, rip off Britain. Just think, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got to worry about fucking... I'm not... Oh, I think America's taking enough at the moment. I'm not going to... And, oh, another reason there's proof of this being real is this is like three one in 500 chance that hurricanes happening one after the other and during Obama's reign none of this ever happened yeah. so uh, it's proof it's man-made this radio guy was fucking convinced and quite terrified he scared the shit out of himself live on air because apparently the week before he predicted it he'd said that after the eclipse there's going to be loads of fucked up man-made weather stuff but he didn't realise how badly and like he was really quite um, fucking the alarmed <laughs> yeah he was oh, really quite um, well it's all leading it's creating a, a, a 
an air of panic and fear, yeah. isn't it? Which we all know from internet is useful to them. Oh, yeah. They want us panicked and in fear. We spend more money, don't we? Or yeah, think you do stupid things we afraid. Next step's the alien invasion. Tell yeah. you the fake alien invasion. Mm-hmm. Well, we it's haven't got that many. Card. As, as we record, the date is, dear listener, um, the 10th of September, which means we have, what, 14 days left? Yeah. To the end of the world? 14 days and counting. So, hey, let's do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> So we will be um, broadcasting for the apocalypse. Is that, so any thoughts, gentlemen? Though before we move on, um, on are these hurricanes man-made? Is America being fucked with for being a cunty Trump? Is it? I've heard them described as nuclear hurricanes, not because well, they contain any nuclear yeah, thing, but because they are that much devastation that it is the equivalent of dropping a yeah. nuclear bomb on a country or a city. Well, I think Hurricane Irma um, is the worst hurricane ever, isn't it? Hey, do you remember when Al Gore said that these hurricanes are only going to get worse yeah. since we just under climate change? That was like in 2001. It's a hoax by the Chinese. But, it's not a hoax though, there's a lot. Alright, I mean... It's happening right now as we record. People are, are dying, evacuating them. Yeah, so... But that guy's opened his church. We're making light of it. Oh yeah, well done you. But we don't mean to, obviously, we don't, passing the collection we're not making light, light of it, but yeah. honestly, I'm just telling you what I heard today. I heard that there's some fuckery going on with, with such a weird, and one of the weird things is, isn't one of the hurricanes going to hit exactly on 9-11? What's that going to do to the psyche of, mm. of America? You know, yeah, a new, the new general idea. consciousness of the country. That's going to be, you it's know, there's going to be a lot war. of scenes of devastation on you, the television. You and your civil war, man. It's a thing that America having a civil war. He's, 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 he's got a deep psychic I feeling. Any country's polarized, they're too polarised. If any country's going to have another one, I agree, America is probably the place. I mean, it's not. it would take a lot for it to happen to us. And they're just such yeah. a big, you're right, a big I'm split not, country. I'm not saying, you know, it last for years it'd be bloody fighting. I'm just saying, the world, I think there will be a split. I think it will, could possibly be the United States and the Confederate States. Oh, so you get the old North-South thing, but yeah. could they coexist next to each other for long enough? It's, hey, does that mean that General Lee will be able to have the flag back on the <laughs> Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that'll just some be, good old boys, never been in no harm. <laughs> That will be, in fact, probably the, the only TV show on in the South that streamed twenty four seven. They didn't know their car was racist. Come on, they were just some good old boys just trying to run their moonshine and I don't know what else do they do. Just like jump, just just hang black men. <laughs> That's what I like. Yeah. Um, oh, shall we? Shall we start? Yes. They live. Um, starring Roddy Roddy Piper as Nada. Keith David as Frank, who I believe I know him best from Armageddon, where he's General Kimsey. I think he's in another carbon of, in, in the thing I think he's in. Maybe. Think. And Meg Foster as Holly, and she was previously uh, portrayed uh, Evil Lynn in the recent Masters of the Universe. The recent? <laughs> recent to this period of time. Speaking relatively, Mike. Right, speaking on, relatively. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you should know that. 1988, <laughs> Masters of the Universe was 87. <laughs> Ah, there you go. Yeah, this landed her a big role. That landed her a big role in this film. This was a better film. Let's but, let's disagree on that. <laughs> I, I, with all due respect to, to to Ms. Foster, I as much as I deny that Roddy Roddy Piper wasn't the best actor in the world. No, he your was... performance does pale alongside mm-hmm. his a little bit. Roddy um, Roddy Piper was. Magnificent in this. Film. I mean, the one-liners were very good, and they were written by him too. Oh, were they? You know? oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, what you mean? 
Oh, the worst. He one. had um, <laughs> he had a notebook of just as wrestlers did back then. They they were in charge of writing their own promo videos. They didn't have script ah. writers then, so he would have his own notebook full of just insults prepared when he ever needed them for promos and yeah. he ran a few by Mr. Carpenter and he's like oh you're good at that chewing bubblegum uh, came in that's Roddy Piper awesome yeah man I didn't know that what a ledge and magnificent hair Fan- I had to I did start by going you know what that's a fantastic mullet best shape of his career to be honest as well probably yeah 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 um, yeah 80, 88 so he would have been this was with his peak really when mm. Brett Hart and the like starts coming in and he went back in 89 after this for the SummerSlam and that was kind of he went back with a bigger sort of cachet let's say as a star because he did um, They Live and Hell Comes to Frogtown never seen that seen one it? no hmm <laughs> it's no they live um, but it's a a b-movie shite classic that i love which involves him having to wear a being the only male left with um sperm that works and having to wear a robotic chastity belt type thing and fighting off women is it something in the vein of flesh gordon um (laughs) is it just some brilliant fantasy of anybody R.I.P. Roddy, I'd have almost uh, respect for you. If it yeah. was, that's the case, and that's pretty fucking cool. You've got that yeah. much sway in Hollywood. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, and one pre- I don't know if I'm correct here, but a homeless protagonist. That's quite rare. The only other yeah. one I could think of was Kevin McAllister from Home Alone 2, Lost well, in New York. Hobo. Oh, damn it. I didn't think of that. But still, there ain't many, <laughs> There ain't many. You know, a homeless uh, protagonist with fuck all. And do you know what, uh, do you know what John... Hobo with a shotgun. Ah, uh, what a movie! Yeah, that is Rutger Howard. Yeah. yeah, I'll never forget that. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize people were going to get decapitated and <laughs> with stuff. Jake, with saws yeah, in that film was... and drains. Yeah, it was a bit hard to mm. watch at times. But do you know why? Uh, why? Uh, why Mr. Piper was given the role by John Carpenter? Mr. Carpenter was attending WrestleMania three, and he met Piper, and just there and then was like, "You're going to be in my next film," because uh, he said. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but something like he's just got real life written all over his face. You know what I mean? He's not mm. like your average tough guy actor from Hollywood pretending to be a tough guy. No, Roddy Piper had a very wild, tough, insane upbringing and life. He's a wild man, a lunatic. And uh, and he's also a bit of an everyman, you know. And uh, he was just perfect. Was he, was he famous at the time? Yeah, for being a wrestler. Mm. And wrestling was still, I suppose... It's I never mean, been mainstream, but he was, I guess... A lot of other wrestlers have tried the movie. Mm. Well, Hogan. Hulk Hogan with Mr. The Nanny problem was, back Suburban then... Commando, I went to see that in the yeah, cinema. Yeah, I love that movie so much. Oh. I have got, because memorabilia for that movie is rare, and I've got uh, things like posters from cinemas. Um, you know, in the old days, if you were writing an article for the newspaper, you'd go to the press agency and get a, like a film cell for photographs. Yeah. Um, and then that's... It all has a reference number and you give it to the copy person or whatever and they just knew where to get the photo and which photo to use. I even have those cells from Jesus. Suburban Commando. That's how little stuff there is of that movie. <laughs> yes, I'm a fanatic. But, um, what, 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 going? Yeah, I remember watching as a kid and thinking it wasn't that good. <laughs> oh, I mean, I it. it was my hero I mean, Hulk Hogan yeah, in I know, a space I movie. That. And, and, the the, and the, didn't the Undertaker play the bad guy? Yes, the Undertaker movie. appears but, in it and he has a squeaky voice. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's wonderful. But then he did he do anything else? I was frozen today. Come on, Christopher Lloyd's in it, man. Well, you'll do anything after Back to the Future. He's incredible in that movie. But um, but my point is, those guys 
see, they were all giants, literal physical giants. Hulk Hogan was a freakishly big man back then. Ruddy Piper was, he was big, but he's not, he's normally sized. So you could, he didn't look like a freak, no. for, for instance, yeah. stood next to any of the other actors. The builder's life. No. Yeah, and you know, he fit in. So he was that perfect sort of everyman. And yes, all right, his acting may not have been the best, a little slightly wooden, let's say, but he's so used to being so wild and huge in his wrestling promos that, you know, that's him. Probably that's Ruddy's impression of a normal person, basically, <laughs> which he knows little about. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah so he's he's well, Ruddy boy, he's drifting about, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. He's so we do a synopsis. Can we can we go back to the beginning, the origins? Yes. Oh, go on then. Yeah. Because uh, the origins was actually a short story, uh, written in 1963, called Eight O'clock in the Morning. It's only about 500 words. Uh, it was written by Radell Faraday Ray Nelson. Where could people go and read that story if they wanted um, to? Just type in 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, PDF online. Fantastic. Find it. There you go. Uh, it was in a magazine of fantasy and science fiction, and then it was later adapted into a graphic no novel called Narda. You see, that's the thing, the character's called Narda. I it's assume. never mentioned in the film or the script, though. No, he no. doesn't. He's never called by yeah. name, is he? Is it, no. I thought he was a policeman. Because mm. he, he calls the chief, doesn't he? He calls the... Uh, no, I know it. It's just... I think people online started calling him that. Um, mm. No, he is listed as in the... Oh, in the credits. In the, I'm, I'm sure it says at the main, at the end, Narda. Yeah. Or oh, the version I watched, he had Narda. some... had some. No, just Narda. Huh? Mm. Um, and I, because I hadn't wasn't aware of that story until you mentioned it, I thought that Narda being slang for nothing or Spanish yeah. for nothing was like, mm. so he had nothing, he's adrift. Oh, he did have yeah. tools. yeah. I got two. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense in that. Yeah, in the comic and in the novel, he, he wasn't. He was a detective. Yeah. They changed yeah. it for the film. Yeah. Well, it fits yeah. more in with the, the politics of the story yeah, for him to be a drift of people drifting to LA. Because you sort of get the the gist through dialogue that yeah. economic things happen in other cities. Well, well he mentions well, Detroit's Detroit gone down now. The but, person who, 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 who adapted it into the graphic novel with Nelson was called Bill Ray, and he's famous for the Ren and Stimpy show. Hey. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Stimpy, you idiot. Yeah. I used to fucking love that. It was weird oh, as hell. Weird as hell. Yeah, it was, it was weird as hell. Don't do it whizzing, though. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah. And that was 1986, and that's when John Carpenter picked it up. Saw it and well, made that they live. So did it even take that long to yeah. get into production? That's almost like a oh, and this Bill Ray, and Deadpool kind of scenario. A little, a little odd little fact. He claims to have invented the propeller beanie hat. Oh no, sorry, Ray Nelson, I think. The propeller beanie hat was at tenth grade. Really the guy who wrote the comic. No, you know the hats, like the baseball yeah. caps with the little thing. That yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've never quite who, understood who, them. Apparently who says he invented, he invented it? them? Who? The guy who wrote this short story that came, oh, came okay. later. Where did you go from writing that to making <laughs> stupid <laughs> hats? Those are two very <laughs> disparate fucking things, let me just yeah. say. But hey, there you go. Um, well, uh, so where, should we do a brief, should we do a, sin, does anyone know, like a brief synopsis? I can, I can yeah, yeah. I mean. But, yeah. It, oh, can I just say to the listener, if you haven't seen a movie... Press pause now. I watched it on Amazon Video if you want to watch it legally. I'm sure it may be on other streaming things. Press pause, go and watch it, do yourself a favour, it's awesome. Mm. Then come back and listen. But if you don't want to do that, here's a brief rundown, or just a reminder if you have seen it, but a while ago. Ben. Right, so basically, you've got Roddy Piper, he's Narda, he's going round, he's looking for work, he's got a rucksack full of tools. <laughs> right? You know, times are tough, he's drifting, he gets a job. 
But you know, strange goings on. The economy's in the shit. The rich are getting richer. There's people are hacking the TV. Mm. Would you like? I wrote down the speech from the yeah. first TV broadcast. Uh, I got the speech from the um, from the the preacher. Oh yeah, that's the first yes, preacher here, isn't it? Yes, the, the, the street preacher, and he seems to know what's going on. Mm, yeah, so can I just point something out before? It's Los Angeles, yeah. Oh yeah. Running Man is set in Los Angeles. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Right? <laughs> Even amongst all that devastation. You know it's that they've still got TVs. Oh yeah, people will never get the TV. They're sat there, they're, they're getting fucking handouts from the church, but somehow they've got that TV going. Yeah. Yeah. So. But never mind. When the TV's in, so they're watching an advert, aren't they? Oh, do you want to do the oh, preachers? Do the preacher, yeah. yeah. Do the, pre- the street then. preacher. So I really like what he, he, his speech was, was. Was brilliant. To be fair. Okay, this is what he said. He said they use their tongues to deceive you. Venom is on their lips. Their mouths are full of bitterness and curses. They have taken the hearts and minds of our leaders. They have blinded us to the truth. Our human spirit is corrupted. Why do we worship greed? Outside the limit of our sight, they're feeding off us. Perched on top of us and birthed to death. They have us. They control us. They are our masters. Wake up. I was hoping you were going to do that in a southern preacher voice. Yeah, <laughs> As I said, they all turned to Punjabi accent. <laughs> <laughs> true, um, true. And then it's not long after uh, the TV while we're on speeches, because they come pretty thick and fast at the start. Colonel Sanders, resistance leader. Yeah, I, he, I made yeah. through my notes. Colonel Sanders, scientist. So this speech is disjointed slightly. There's certain bits where it cuts out and comes back in a few sentences along. So, uh, but, so, and there's a few bums watching it. And here's an interesting fact. That bum, um, uh, yeah, so that... That homeless guy sitting there, who's like shoving up your ass and turns the TV off. He is the same homeless guy in the first Back to the Future movie who's on the bench. Same actor. Oh, wow. Also, the same actor plays, and I don't know if it's the same character, but it's the same actor, is the posh guy at the end who takes them on tour through the, um, through the, the spaceport. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't know if it's the same character who somehow got yeah, linked up see, or if it's just the same actor to show you it could happen we'll, to we'll come to this because is there a theory I wa- no because I watched it mm. and we'll, we'll get to this in a second and then I, I asked a question of Mike today about that yeah. character and, uh, I was like, and he said and he was a bit confused as well so I presume so if you can shed some light I thought later he on. was the foreman mm, well I don't know if it's just Alec he seemed to know him yeah yes he does you see doesn't he he's like I didn't know you guys got recruited so did he go from last we saw him was before that, he's backing up against a wall with riot police approaching him. Did he surrender uh, easily yes, and somehow uh, buy in, yeah. get in, do do something to get in, get recruited, recruit somebody else? He went from being resistance maybe to a helper. Maybe sold out some other yeah. people. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, he definitely... So anyway, the broadcast that comes through the TV... So everyone's glued to the TV a bit like now. Yeah. Uh, they're watching just mindless adverts and things, and this voice comes through, and, uh, and he says, Our impulses are being redirected. We live in an artificially induced state of consciousness. The movement began eight months ago by a group of scientists. They accidentally discovered these signals being sent. The underclass is growing. Human rights are non-existent. In this, their repressive society, we are unwitting accomplices. Their intention to rule rests with the annihilation of consciousness. We have been lulled into a trance. They have made us indifferent. We are focused only on our own gain. They are safe as long as they are not discovered. That is their method of survival. Keep us asleep. 
keep us selfish, keep us sedated. Yeah. And Nada catches a bit of this, but like typical fashion, what do the people watching this do? They get up and turn it off. Yeah. They don't want to hear it. They, they, say, they actually you. say, blow Give, it out your ass. Blow it out your ass. Yeah. There you go, Mike. Typical, like today. Nobody wants to and hear it. And do you know what they turn to? What? There's a video and there's something crashing down on houses. They're actually mm. watching the world crumble while around the world crumbling. Wow. And they still, they still <laughs> refuse to see it. They're still they, not you know, open. They, they can see it on the TV, they can see it around them, and they're still blind. Yes, they're still not open. But still, and you what, missed the last bit. They said, we'll be treated like cattle, they're slaves. Like cattle. And, and that, goes, he, that goes back to Chomsky, that does. And, uh, doesn't he, he mention says, he even said, being livestock in a later broadcast? I believe he does, yeah. yeah. And then we're the be- bewildered herd that need, um, that need guidance. But Roddy Piper does turn around to, to Frank, his, mm-hmm. you know, his mate, General Kimsey. Yeah. Yeah. He does well for himself, he must sell out mm-hmm. in the end. Um, he, yeah. said, he says he still believes in America, he says you work hard, you can make yeah. it. He says that. I follow the rules. I follow the yeah. rules. I believe in America. And then he yeah. says the golden rule. He who owns the gold makes the, the rules. rules. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's made. Uh, is it Frank? Frank, Frank. Frank that's yeah. what Frank says. Well, uh, I, I refer to him as Devon in my notes <laughs> because he looks like a young uh, Devon. I, um, I did put on my notes, Rowdy Roddy Piper, get down on that mouth organ. You <laughs> <laughs> see him? <laughs> you missed the mouth organ. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's fucking the awesome. Camp. Well, on a brief side note, if anyone listening is the same age as us three here. Uh, Bart versus the Space Mutants. Oh yes. On the Mega Drive, an incredibly yeah. frustrating and difficult fucking game. It's just ripped off. Yeah, it ripped off the whole sunglasses conceit of this movie. It did. Of that's how you could see the aliens. Yeah. Remember, it totally, yeah. which is a reference lost on me as a child. Yeah. But now looking back, it makes that. Now you just really, mentioned it, yeah. Yeah, it makes that really difficult, frustrating game now have much fonder <laughs> memories for me. But yeah, sorry, that was a divergence. Yeah, they're Hoffman lenses, the sunglasses they uh, use. They call the Hoff- I assume after someone called Hoffman. Dustin. Dustin. Dustin maybe. <laughs> maybe they're big fans. Who knows? I'm not a big fan of Dustin Hoffman in all fairness. Um, um, he does some yeah. good stuff, such as Outbreak. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, it was great. Um, I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> We're all struggling. The Graduate. I've never seen it, but apparently it's good. <laughs> if there's any sex scenes, maybe who knows? Yeah. Oh, he's Marathon Man. He's great in Marathon Man. I don't want to sin that. That's with the device at Engel, isn't I've it? I've never seen it. I'm going to yeah. admit, I'm going to admit cinema, um, you know, uh, sin here and admit I've never seen Rain Man. No, oh, that's a good film. Isn't no, I've never Rain seen Man? it. I've never seen it. Good film. I think I've seen bits of it. Uh, no, it's... no, it's got Tom Cruise in it, so fuck you. Oh, Tom and Cruise is okay. Nah, I will not watch it. I saw the Mission Impossible Have movies. Have you seen Tootsie? No. Uh, <laughs> what about Dead Tomorrow? That was actually a good film. People keep telling me that, and I might watch that because it's sci-fi, but honestly, Mission Impossible is all them. I won't watch them. Yeah. I don't care what stunts Top he does. Gun. Tom Cruise will never be my action hero. He's not, he's not anyone's action hero. He just Fuck that guy. Top Gun? No. No. And do you know, I can't believe... This is going to fuck with your head in a bit that you've mentioned Top Gun. Trust me, remember this, listeners, when this comes back. Ben's looking at me like, what the fuck? But trust me, <laughs> everyone at home... <laughs> This is going to be a thing later, so weird, man. I think we're getting close to the truth, because mm-hmm. think about it, since we started this, two laptops have died, thrown yeah. off iTunes. You've been thrown out of a lot of Facebook groups. I have. My, my girlfriend left me, and then through sex magic, I may have got her back. We need an update on that at some yeah, point. Um, right, a lot of weird shit has happened, and now you've just predicted the future in your notes. So anyway, Tom <laughs> Cruise, fuck, we didn't know we were going to talk about him, but I'm not a fan, no, I'm sorry. Um, he's alright. I'll tell you what, there's one I do like, because it's sci-fi again. I'll give him one. 
Minority Report. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's decent. It's yeah. alright. I like that movie. Okay. Anyway, yeah, uh, tangent. <laughs> get used <laughs> we, to it. We always get back to that. Uh, but yeah, so he does get he gets himself the box of Hoffman lenses, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Manages, he does. The police raid the church, which is the resistance kind of focal point. He, mm. and, and he gets typical state response violence. What do you want him to do with that scenario? It's <laughs> the whole the whole take over the planet. State they don't give a crack yeah, in the schools it's... a few people to inquire practice. In fact, this is all like they're not going to fight back, are they? Yeah. But, but don't you think that when he's dragging them out their homes, man, they bulldoze think... their fucking homes? Yeah, then? that's pretty. It's all, it's all it's state violence. Yeah, but it's all the aliens. Are, you know, well, we haven't got to do fucking aliens yet. And you know when he gets that box out to the alleyway, you know he's gutted because he yeah. thinks it's some kind of drug, something juice, something maybe he could Money, sell, something yeah. weird's going on. He opens it and he's like, fucking sunglasses. Sunglasses and counterfeit what? fucking ray Shit, yeah, what? I'm sure there's a better way to make money. Fuck. So, yeah, Ruddy, then. Uh, I need to make one point. You I, I put down here a blatant critique of capitalism. And it was quite dangerous, really, because it was during the Cold War. Yeah. You think 1988 was still the Cold War, wasn't it? We were coming to the end of it. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. McCarthyism. But anyone that had any social thinking was. You know, denounced and thrown out of the office and things like that. So I mean, it... well, I got to get them commies out, Mike. See it. Check under the sofa. But you notice that they create commies right there and then they know. They they hide it in things like sci-fi, because sci-fi is generally laughed at, isn't it? It's, it especially then. It's, well, it's not taken seriously. Yeah, is it? exactly. It's, 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 it's because it's science fiction. It should be. Should taken be taken seriously. Um, we were having a discussion earlier about Apple bots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sounds a bit like Autobots, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Bit imagination, yeah. We are there. currently in a battle with artificial intelligence. Well, that's a bit inside baseball. Um, but yeah, we, you know... Um, sorry, I'm on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't going anywhere. I apologise to everyone listening. But so basically... I've got cold. He gets the... He, we put the... Um, he hides the glasses in a bin. Mm -hmm. Takes a pair out. Walking down the street, strutting his stuff. You know? Yeah. He's got his mullet, he's got his check shirt. Yeah. He's got his eighties tight jeans. Yeah. He's loving life. Yes. Puts the sunglasses on. Looks at the billboard. Yeah. What's he see? Oh well. The first billboard I've he looks at, I believe before he, he, to... before he puts because we've got a whole thing about this billboard which is gonna be a bit deeper than you expect. The first billboard that um Nada, Mr. Piper, looks at, without the glasses it's a picture of a computer and it says, we are creating the transparent computing environment. Wow. And the company that is advertising on the board is Control Data. When he puts the glasses on, it says, obey. Now, that company, Control Data, I find an article online, um, and this is from, I'm going to read out from truthstreammedia.com. Are you a reputable uh, source? I have no idea, <laughs> but... The very first billboard decoding, decoded in They Live wasn't put there by accident. They live, we sleep. How the control of data allows an invisible government to rule in secret. In the prescient and unsettling but realistically surreal alter-reality 1988 cult classic They Live, directed by John Carpenter, there are many clues about the real-life police state scientific dictatorship we are all living under today. Before the pivotal, iconic turning point when Rowdy Ruddy Piper first puts on the Huffman sunglasses. Yay! Get well a point. Done, get a point. Well done, one point. And sees the very first subliminal billboard to obey. There is another subtle message for the police state technocracy. Techno 
Technocracy. Technocracy, thank you. To come. Nice one, science boy. Hey, the regular billboard, before revealing the hidden message obey, carries an advertisement for a company called Control Data and reads, We're creating the transparent computing environment. Via Wikipedia. So it's definitely true. Ooh. Control Data Corporation, CDC, was a supercomputer firm. CDC was one of the nine major United States computer companies through most of the 1960s. The others were IBM, Burroughs Corporation, DEC, NCR, General Electric, Honeywell, RCA and Univac. CDC was also known and highly regarded throughout the industry at the time. During the 60s, CDC created what, we are, what were considered the fastest computers in the world at the time. We're creating the transparent computing environment. What sad irony when considered in the context of a movie where an alien race is using that same transparent system to control everyone's minds through frequency manipulation and subliminal messages. The relationship between implicit control through a data-driven society where, in quotes, they know everything of any importance that happens on a transparent computer platform and a world where we obey is clear enough. In other words, even an even above board in a society ultimately controlled by hidden commands to obey, consume, never question authority and hold no independent thought, there is already a data-driven, controlled society where transparent computer holds promise. This is the basically... This... Sorry, beer sip. Mm. Dry mouth. This is basically the society that we have been bathed in since the age of big data was dawned. Total surveillance. Everything tracked, traced and catalogued in metadata libraries that make the Library of Congress look like a magazine rack. So, in a very simple they way... They do now, do they? Mm -hmm. they're, yeah. they're collecting all the, the data. Yeah, but in a very simple way to explain that, would that be like me going onto Facebook and then getting a nice little ad from Amazon mm. that's something that I've looked at Mm -hmm. So they are sharing the data between the two sites about me. Yeah. That's, that's basically that at its simplest. And I can yeah. imagine from, you know how we know companies buy into, you know, chase it all back to just a few companies. So yeah. this CDC will be part of one of the big... Oh, they've been bought out by now. So yeah, yeah. it's basically, from what I take from that is not necessarily controlling us through, you know, a big aerial on the roof of an office, of a TV studio, like in the movie, but through knowing everything about us, Predicting our behaviour, controlling yep. what we yeah. see, direct advertising to us. If they can predict us. our behaviour, they know how we're going to react. Yeah, direct advertising to us, you know. Um, this is Edward Bernays shit, man. Mm, it's, it's heavy. So Edward Bernays? So mm. this kind of freaked me out. He was the nephew of um, Sigmund Freud. Oh, and he got women smoking. By, through advertising. Because he called them torches of light during oh. the women's um, liberation. And is, is he the same guy, Mike, yeah. who... Invented bacon and eggs basically as a meal. Oh, fuck! Because he advertised it to Americans. I'm not heard I'm this sure. Because he, he did cigarettes and yeah. yeah, it's the same guy. Basically, they were like, we need he invented to invented modern PR. Yeah, he convinced basically. America that two rashes of bacon and fried eggs was a wholesome, good start to the day. That's where it didn't just come from nowhere. I like it came his thinking. From, it came from, and I think it was something to do with the farming industry. He was working for them, something like that. Um, yeah, he was a, and we're basically all victims to that stuff because on the so do we want to read out a list of the other commands that Roddy sees because I was thinking about because one of them really hit me um so d does anybody want to go for the list I've probably got a shorter list than you go uh, yeah. okay I'll go then I'll go, go, go I've got, got them all yeah um we'll in order them. I think they were as well obey yeah 
No independent thought. Yeah. Consume. Yeah. Watch TV. Yeah. Stay asleep. Mm-hmm. Submit. Yeah. Do not question authority. Yeah. No imagination. Yep. Honour, apathy. Oh, I didn't get that one. This is your God. This is on the money. No, yeah. No, mate. Um, we missed marry and reproduce. Yeah. Blah, 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 last. No thought. Obey and conform and sleep eight hours and then I got marry and reproduce. Because at the end, I love that bit when she's having yeah. sex with an alien yeah. and yeah. in the background it says marry and reproduce. Um, just, <laughs> oh. be, just before I forget, she was like this, the very just last little bit of that article, just to wrap up. What we were just talking about then about the data and all this. Do you know there's a new term for it? Um, in fact, there's a new term for this beyond surveillance world of big data we're all living in. Ubervalence. Ooh. Ubervalence is defined as an above and beyond, an exaggerated and omnipresent 24-7 electronic surveillance. Not only does... Full stop. Not only does the term suggest a surveillance that is always on, but also surveillance that is always with you, referring to surveillance technology that is embedded within the human body. Ooh. And that's where that microchipping stuff comes in. Your next vaccination. And I'm not saying... That's a whole other thing. But okay, sorry, that was just to wrap up. Why, why is it in black and white? Do we know? Uh, when he puts the glasses on, mm. is this to make it stand Does this mean the humans really see in black and white? Well, I read today that cats can see into the fourth dimension in David Icke's book. Wow. That's why you see them staring at stuff. Because uh, I brought the book, the Bible, because obviously he's got some stuff to say on shapeshifting. Of course. So do I. I have some interesting things on shapeshifting later because these aliens had to have human faces somehow and it wasn't, ah, and it well, wasn't rubber it was skin like the Terminator I thought it was because they'd um, alter the code in the in the matrix <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> should we stick you with it what, what film did you watch <laughs> no, no. no I'm going on David Icke according to mm. David Icke it's all like it's, it, we could oh, live in a simulated mm. yeah. yeah well not just David Icke uh, Elon Musk and yes Elon Musk yes, and the Bank yes. of America <laughs> Don't trust the Bank of America. <laughs> Look what they've done. What an odd thing for them to come out with. They did a study and they thought they found out that, and they found out that there's a fifty percent chance that we live in a simulated. Yeah, but they're just hoping for that because to cover their massive losses. <laughs> it's like, oh, it doesn't matter if none of it's real. But if it is, then have they have they hacked into that simulation, altered it, so we actually see in black and white. What we're seeing the glasses. Is what we can really see. You thought a lot deeper about this, man. Um, yeah, because I just thought they altered the code to make it into colour and yeah. to. Put can I give you a quote? facade over everything. Can I give you a quote from a philosopher about what you're talking about, man? Can yeah. I just say I just thought the glasses uh, made you block out the frequency, so you saw everything that it was. Uh, right. Yeah, but if you if we <laughs> want to, I just thought that was the simplest yes, explanation. It for is, it. Ben. That's the the <laughs> straight man down, down the pub <laughs> approach. If we want to get all allegorical about it, here's a good quote. Ooh, allegorical. This ooh. is. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hello, look at me. Yeah. Working, Sexy word of the day. Working class boy done good. <laughs> Read more than one book. So this is from a bloke called Slavoj. I have butchered it, but I love you, Slavoj. Zivek? Zivek, yes. The He's, guy the guy with the uh, really annoying uh, facial tics. Is it, I've never seen a video of him, yeah. no. I just read a quote. He's a Slovenian. He's a Slovenian philosopher. And he He's wrote, got a lisp and a facial tic. Oh, well, all right. Well, he's more successful than us. No, I'm just saying, he, honestly. <laughs> Fair play too much. I love the guy. I love the guy. He's funny. He's articulate. He's, he's really clever. 
but watching him is torturous at but times. he's physically deformed oh my oh, no. I thought you were the libertarian <laughs> bleeding heart liberal of the group you just savaged a man an intelligent I'm successful man. man I'm just making it can a, I a, not a read a statement. quote from him without you pointing out his, <laughs> hey. his already life changing physical <laughs> difficulties he's probably been bullied for like his there's a reason life. why Stephen Hawking doesn't do the news <laughs> I, you know, I also called you a Doctor Strange that motherfucker because um, I, I, mem- I might told me about him and I said, like, wouldn't it be, shocked. wouldn't it be great if he had like the Doctor Strange the Nazi salute that you had to put down? I'm not saying I dislike. I'm it. shocked. I'm not saying I dislike. Can I read the fucking quote? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to defend myself. <laughs> no, Mike, you've already been established. You're a Mike, bigot. Yeah. Now get on with it. You cannot defend the indefensible. <laughs> He's digging your okay, own grave. I'm just saying he it's wrote, difficult to watch. Can't all right, for fuck's sake, <laughs> he wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> he, click, click, tick, tick. he wrote a book called The Pervert's Guide to Ideology and he said, Ooh. to your point about the white, black and white and seeing through things, they live as definitive... Oh, for fuck's sake, I can't speak. <laughs> all right, let's all point and laugh at people's defects, day. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? Trump supporting Nazis, <laughs> I will start a campaign of social... Right, I'm reading the fucking quote. <laughs> they Live is definitely one of the forgotten masterpieces of the Hollywood left. The sunglasses function like a critique of ideology. They allow you to see the real message beneath all the propaganda, glitz, posters and so on. When you put the sunglasses on, you see the dictatorship in the democracy. The invisible order which sustains your apparent freedom. So, yeah, it just, like you're saying... Turns off the frequency on one level, but another. Oh, you owe oh, everyone a beer fine, because your phone made a noise. Yeah, well, that's a free beer for me. So, yes, it cuts through. We're not. Look, let's think of your average, without sounding too arrogant, arrogant. Your average couch potato person who does nine to five, doesn't earn that much, just enough to rent a flat. They watch a. Probably, they probably do eight hours work, eight hours sleep. Um, and probably eight hours television watching um, yeah. in between masturbation um, ordering everything online um, uh, these people are pretty sedate aren't they yeah yeah. if they turned off if they put on these glasses these metaphorical glasses and then all that shit just turned off basically and they looked outside and was just like yeah, but you can't give them on, can you? Because he said they well, make they you hard, but you come down hard. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, with the new ones, you know, they don't in the film. Ah, uh, uh, the contact the lenses, lenses yeah. towards the end, yes. Yeah, they, yes. Were, um, they, were, they were perfect. Um, but yeah, so... And there's, there's a great quote as well, I think it, it's made by the Frank character. He says, like, you ain't the first son of a bitch to wake up from the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's well, a bit of a bitter realist, isn't he, he is, through this yeah. movie? I mean, we'll get on to the fight. Roddy's the dreamer. Roddy. Roddy's the dreamer. Yeah. Frank's the Frank's the hey, I'm gonna bring you down to reality and fucking repeatedly knee you in I the I love glory. that scene where he won't let him put the sunglasses on. <laughs> no, we'll get to the fight scene. We'll get to the fight scene later. Uh, because first he he obviously he starts seeing the, the school faced aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The where alien, are they from? Um They ain't from Cleveland. They ain't from Cleveland. <laughs> they ain't They ain't from Cleveland. <laughs> um I'm not impressed by the Excuse females me. of this species. I, I usually like an alien woman, right? Um, green chicks, blue chicks, maybe that Jedi yes. chick with the with the big you've, you've tentacles on her this, head. You've mentioned yeah. this more right. than once, so yeah, yeah. I go for an alien chick. These ones do not rate for me. I am not into these ones at all. You I don't want the school face look. Not in for the school face look. I'm not, not gonna in lie. for that. I'm not going to lie. The right, correct amount of alcohol because there's a 
No, there's, I don't care. No, no, there's a tipping point between being drunk enough to bang someone that ugly, but still able to operate a penis. Dude, that's like, all face. Um, <laughs> I, 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 they are mate, literally a leering skeleton looking at you. I'm assuming they have a working vagina. Well, yes, they probably do, but it's a leering skeleton. I, I could probably still do it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not even trying to be funny. Oh. I'm just being realistic. Oh, good. Um... I know it seems tough right now, <laughs> but you've not got to drop down to having sex with school-faced women yet. Um, I just take off the sunglasses, man. Easy. I, I mean, won't know that they're blue. Well, I might have put the sunglasses red. on. I would, I would think twice at a, a skullet on a woman, let alone a school face. <laughs> but anyway, the, the, he, beggars he, can't be choosers. There's an old woman. And he's in the grocery store, and he realizes these people are aliens. There's an old woman, and she says, "I've got one that can see because they've got watches on. They're expensive yeah. watches. They're communicators." Then they're also pretty funky teleportation devices. Mm. Portal guns, effectively. They're fucking great. I want one. They're wonderful. But, yeah. anyway. Mama don't like tattletales. <laughs> that was one of the questions. That's another yeah. one from Roddy's book, I <laughs> <Yes>. think. <laughs> what got me, right? So the cops get called. The mm. cops who respond are aliens. He sees that. Now, think about it. Being a cop in America in the 80s in a big city mm. is not a safe profession. Right? No. It can't be. No. Right? So you've got safe these aliens. The, safe from the black man that they're after. You know, even so, you know, there's a lot of gun-on-gun violence right, in America. And if you're an alien and you come over, like, you should be on the... You're thinking, well, I should be a CEO of some company. No, you're not. You're on the streets as a cop. These guys have got a fucking raw deal, in my opinion. Yeah, when you put it like that, definitely. Ah, but, but if you seen V, that, that's what happens. They've got a control. Yeah, I know they've got a control. They've got a hierarchy yeah, of their own. I know, yeah, but if you're, if, you're the, if you're the commissioner, they might have been they're sergeants. fine. But if you're, like, on the streets, tackling yeah. dangerous drifters mm. who are armed to the teeth... Yeah, but you still are better than the cattle. Well, maybe you are, but the cattle can still kill you. Well, they can. Yeah, you get a shotgun. You get to kill cattle. Yeah. You do, but they, they can kill you easily. Mm. Can I just point out, Roddy Piper does an absolutely magnificent textbook clothesline on one of those alien police officers, and it is one of the most wonderful things I've ever seen. (laughs) I mean, it really did give me a little heart flutter. (laughs) In these dark, horrific times this morning, re-watching the movie, I I really appreciated that. He didn't even try and make it look like a real world. He was just like, no, I'm going to do a WWE-style... Fucking clothesline, it's great. And he takes a nightstick to the back of the head. Yep, and then shoots yeah. a motherfucker, because oh, I love you, man. And apparently you can gun down two cops yeah, in broad daylight did you in Ali in New York. Extras no walking yeah, in the back. No one, one bats an eyelid, it was fantastic. <laughs> I was like, I actually wrote a, you know, he's like, apparently you can kill two cops in broad daylight in an alley and no one can hear. Yeah, <laughs> if a... If a Downed officer falls in an alleyway and there's no one there. Does he make a sound? There's case, no one there to witness it. No, he didn't uh, make a the sound. Alien, remember, the aliens die and they, they don't see it, the frequency sort maybe of... Maybe that frequency's blocking it out. It backfired on the frequency yeah. is so strong. Then he, the Muppets walking about just didn't yeah. notice. That could be it. That yeah. could be another reason. But anyway, he gets their guns, mm-hmm. takes all their guns, yeah. goes to the bank. <laughs> Where we have the immortal line, is anyone going to... Give it justice. Does anyone want to give it justice? Uh, I hope I get it the right way around. Don't fuck this up. Is it, I came here to kick ass. No. Fuck. Let's start again. Take two. I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. That's right. 
Yeah. He doesn't it's, he doesn't kill the humans, he's got the glasses no, yeah, on. He's yeah. had an impressive level of marksmanship, I thought. Me too. I also thought that at this point he may be a crazy Vietnam veteran. Yeah, yeah. Is he just gunning down it's a little bit ambiguous for a while. Is he gunning down people? Just yeah. anyone? Just you're in a bank, so fuck. Yeah, but he, well, he doesn't talk like that in the movie, no. but and he doesn't wear a kilt. But I mean, imagine if he, that scene is iconic and wonderful with all the equipment attached to him. That, but if he only had a kilt on as well, <laughs> wouldn't it just have been fucking wonderful? And the hot rod T-shirt. <laughs> 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 mental. Ben, you just hit my sweet spot really, really. Good. <laughs> yeah, that was. Life's awesome. a bitch. She's back in heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did see an amazing picture online today. Old school Ruddy Piper screaming in Vince McMahon's face, but Vince McMahon is a blue-faced oh. alien. It's wonderful. I want it as a poster on my wall or something. If anyone in the WWE oh, was a yes, small-faced it's alien... Him. <laughs> he <laughs> he's the one who probably sold us out. Allegedly, it could be Vince. <laughs> oh, it's Vince. <laughs> Allegedly, remember? Uh, I'll sell out the human race. Um, <laughs> for a couple of milk. <laughs> I grew up in a trailer park. Fuck you. <laughs> Which he literally did. Trailer park to billionaire. What a guy. Love you. Allegedly, he's, uh, yeah. He's probably, look, he's one of the elite, but would he, because uh, he had to work his way up, they'd probably look down on him and be like, you're a trailer park boy, you always will. He's, he's the equivalent of the cop. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah you're starting at the shit... Yeah, you don't think much of you. You're like the bastard offspring of me. You're still in on it a bit. Yeah, you but, prove yourself. But we keep you. You come in useful when we need you. Yeah, you're like yeah. an attack dog. Maybe that cop would have gone on to be like president one day. Could have been, but Roddy shot him. Roddy shot him. Yeah, so yeah. fuck that guy. Yeah, um, so he, that, a human cop stops him when he because he, oh, he yes. leaves ridiculously easy from that bank. No policeman, no alien shot. policeman responding to that scene. Mm. Just trotted out the back. Hmm, we should probably go around the back as well. And he did that <laughs> awkward run walk as well. All laden with guns. Did you get catch the one-liner he gives? Because when you put the glasses on, you can see the drones. And that's a yes. bit predicty, yeah. isn't it? How predicty is that? Surveillance yeah. drones going around a city. You know, I yeah. bet you that's going to, in our lifetime, oh, fucking our lifetime, next five years, in major cities, I bet you will see drones yeah. on like major public areas yeah, just hanging yeah. about Police above drones. us. Yeah, there'll be surveillance at first, and eventually they'll have guns or mm -hmm. poison darts or EMPs. Or they'll have something. Um, but Do you yeah, they'll piss off a wall, you drone. <laughs> you there. will not, yeah, literally. Mr. Carter, that is, a, that is a £5 fine. It is a exception. You change his DNA to into a pig. You are an agent in public. Pissy pig. Pissy pig. That's it, it just Dude, sticks it. I can get hit by traffic, that's what they say. Well, that's it, you cheat the risk you take with piss on walls. <laughs> I'm drunk on the way home from somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's a goddamn right. It's, it's not like it's after 2 in the afternoon, we're talking it's like 3am, I should have to piss where I want. Mike, we pay tax on our wages, we pay tax on everything we buy, every can of beer and yeah. if we want to piss it out somewhere yeah. public where somebody else is paid yeah. to come and wash it with a machine or whatever or if it's oh I, I reserve the right to pee in public as long as it's not 500 yards within a school because <laughs> yeah. then you can get in trouble <laughs> three in the morning on the way home from somewhere perfectly fine what's the problem perfectly fine as long as it's not through a letterbox dogs are pissing everywhere yeah, exactly down they go a dog yeah I know a story of a friend that was uh, urinating on a train platform that's and a silly place <laughs> yeah, to do it yeah that's a stupid place to do it as he was urinating uh, uh, some of the tannoys came out <laughs> and a voice came over and said can the ple person please urinating on the platform please re refrain 
How very British. Yeah. Having yeah. <laughs> a lot of them lines. Yeah. But it's like, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, three in the morning, up someone's edge, up against the wall, around a bit of a dark corner, whatever. Don't worry. But no, fine. you won't be able to do that because I'll be a fucking drone hovering over you. It's Five quid fine every time you do it. I'd be skinning three weeks. It will literally, as soon as you turn around as well, it will facial recognise yeah. you and literally say, Ben, you are in, um, you know, violation of public urination, $25 fine, uh, what, dollar, dollar pound. Yeah. But then, you know, it would be printed out ticket immediately if you refuse to pay it. If you can't digitally transfer it there and yeah, then with your trumps. contactless card, which is <laughs> under your flesh, yeah. right? It'll just shoot you. Mm -hmm. Between um, and if you don't work, they're just going to cut your, you know, cut your funds off. You can't buy food. Yeah, exactly. That's why I hold on to We never want a paperless money system ever because someone can just fuck you over like that exactly like you said with a switch with a bit of clever coding someone hacks you and you can't we just go into the barter system i've got some chickens and i'd like i'd like some i'd like some of your milk here's mm. a chicken for some milk well for we a week's worth of milk here's a chicken there you go after the apocalypse we literally will be <laughs> right. i think i've got is this the quote you want about with the one-liner he says there's going to be hell to pay because I ain't daddy's little boy no more. <laughs> no, that's a bit later on. That's where yeah, right. he reveals some... Um, what does he say to the drone? Something like, that ain't nice or something like that. It's like, uh, oh, you can see me. You know, your little yeah. pals. Um, the, the, um, the one you're thinking of, ain't daddy's little boy no more, is not hell to play, is where he's <coughs> just after the fight. Ah. Uh, we'll get, so we'll get to it. But he was... Oh, no, the, the sat in the hotel room, sorry. That's when they're talking yeah. about how long they've been with us. And they say, maybe they've always been with us. Maybe they love it, seeing us hate each other, waking us up, we're making us kill each other off, feeding on our own cold fucking hearts. Mm, lovely. That's a hell of a line. Awesome, isn't it? Frank, that is. Yeah, Frank's a bit of a downer, isn't he? Bless him. But can I just go off on a nice tangent here, um, which is relevant, trust me, a relevant tangent. Okay. Let's just talk a little bit about, because I think I made an interesting discovery today. Something about the, um, how they disguise themselves. Right. And how in real life, obviously, the lizard people, how they disguise themselves. Who are obviously real. Obviously. I'm working under the assumption that <laughs> this is real. You're working this and everything David Icke is telling you is real. Well, not just him. I watched two different YouTube videos today. One entitled, uh, They Live, A True Story. Yeah. Proof. And the other one entitled, They Live as a Documentary. Proof. Um... And Roddy Piper himself tweeted, they live as a documentary, and then died two years later. Just saying, just putting <laughs> it out there. So, he did go quite suddenly, though, and I think he had sparked up a little bit yeah, about this. And he predicted his own death, do you know that? No. There's interview footage which I've seen. The fuck saying, is he, Nostradamus? He said, I won't live past 65 because of my lifestyle, what I've done. And lo and behold, 65, he popped his grugs. Bless him. Um, okay, so, there is... Um, we're just talking about spliff politics to the listener. Yeah, edit that part out, Mike. So <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, so that cigarette. Yes, am I passing the cigarette on? Mm -hmm. um, oh, I can't use the internet. Whatever you feel. I can't. I don't oh. know because I didn't know about it third or the second. So have you heard guys? Gas pass with the joint. Oh right, there. Right, hold on. Sorry, guys, listeners. We were just doing spliff politics. Have you guys finished uh, spliff politicking? Politicking. Politicking. I finished not speaking English correctly. Yeah, so, it's alright, because you've got the second drag, I've got, I've got last. Alright, alright, we've got it now. Okay, okay, okay. Have you, right. <laughs> I can't turn it off, I'm presenting. Listen, please, please. I'm going to blow your minds here. Go on then. With science. Have you heard of something called liquid crystal, for fuck's sake. I, I've got a cold, don't judge me. Liquid crystal polarisation. No. 
This is where their devices sort of slip a little bit. I'm going to play a video to my uh, to my. No, I'm not, because I have no. Oh yes, I am to my colleagues here. This is apparently. It usually happens when people are being interviewed on the news, and they're usually reptile people. And I'm sorry if the, it's not important if you can only lightly hear listening at home. So that's fine. Let's zoom on a little bit. Look. You can see his disguise mm. clearly. No, that's not a camera thing. Looks that, like a skull-faced alien. That is his, his disguise slipping because it's a liquid crystal display. Now That's going to be CGI. Wait, wait, no. This got me thinking. Okay. That can't this be real. It doesn't even look real. This leads me on, gentlemen. This leads me on to the giveaway and the, what I said was going to blow your mind. So, this got me thinking. I'm confused. Liquid crystal. I mean, look, I collect, among other things liquid crystal display games from the 80s and 90s you remember them when we were a kid little handheld the games game gear. oh yeah, yeah no before that even more um uh, prehistoric and simple than that just pong you know i'm going to show you an example in a moment which i have wrapped up here which is going to blow your mind because of what you said earlier so i'm confused lcd games from back in the day does that mean i've got the technology to create a hologram mask because i mean Liquid crystal must be in the game, right. so do do I just break it open and smear it over my face, <laughs> stick a AAA battery up my arsehole, and hey presto, my own hologram mask. Um, I can rob banks and date famous women, I'll be an LCD king. And people laughed at me and called me childish for collecting these LCD games, but um, who's laughing now? Me and my hologram mask. I'm laughing twice. So, LCD games. Who's first on your list? I have one here. An right. LCD game, which we're going to give away. A hundred likes. When we get a hundred likes, we're going to pick one at random. I'm going to give a T-shirt and this LCD game from my collection. This is going to blow your mind, Ben. Okay. Honestly, this wasn't planned. This is awesome. Jesus Christ. Uh, top Gun. Top I remember that game. Gun. I remember that game. A working... Now, it doesn't have the batteries in, but I did test it. And I'm not that cheap, but I need them batteries. So but it does work. I tested it. You need two double A's. It's a Top Gun LCD game from 1989. You can't send batteries in the post. So. Uh, exactly. So, and it's worth, see, that's why I kept them, not because I'm cheap. Um, <laughs> it's worth anywhere from eight to some people trying to get 20 quid for it on eBay, which I think is a bit optimistic. But yeah, 100 likes, pick one at random, and we'll send you this game. But can I break it? Is this? It's Liquid Crystal. Can I make well, a hologram mask? We're giving them a hologram mask? Yeah. <laughs> what you do? We need to rob banks with those hologram masks. <laughs> How many have you got? i got, you know, five or six really cool... So that's only five or six you know, banks. I mean... Well, you know, it's a mask each. We only need... I don't know if there's enough liquid crystal. Is it how long as it lasts? We don't know. But apparently stuff like alarm clocks, digital alarm clocks are just a LCD screen. Very old Nokia phones, things like I've that. I've got a couple so of them lying we'll around. Just, hey, man. Yeah. We'll start stockpiling it. Have I got what, mate? Predator game. The game... On what, no. what platform? Predator. Oh, no, not the LCD one, no. Oh, damn. Um, I did have the Terminator one, um, which is wonderful. But so anyway, yes, this is a wonderful Top Game, Top Gun thing, we'll send it to you. But, yeah, so how do these things work? You know, And clearly, I showed you the YouTube video. It's a real thing. It's not just a trick yeah. of the camera or something to do with digitisation. I saw Robert Pattinson, past, past, the star of Twilight, a whole three-minute video of it happening to him. He's definitely an alien. It's yeah. The proof is out school there. Skullface aliens are here. The proof is out there, man. So we get to the point where 
he, Hot Rod, you look at well, Anada, Roddy Piper, whatever we're going to call him. Roddy. He goes back looking for his glasses. Oh, hang on, Holly, mm. shit. We've got to do Holly. Mm. I would do Holly. Really? <laughs> oh. Ben, I just said earlier I would do a skull face. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah you're right, surprised I would do Holly. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Holly, um, I, I wrote down at the time that's the worst acting I've ever seen in a film. It makes Piper look like an Oscar winner. <laughs> that's exactly what I wrote at the time. That's a good quote. He tries it on a bit with her. Mm. No. Listen, I always think he tries to get a bit of I Stockholm am. Syndrome going. Okay. Yeah. I would only agree with you if I didn't see what you saw. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, yeah. It was bad. But I heard that she was told to act that way. Oh, to be, why? Why to would be, she even agree to she's that? She's impossible to read all the way through, you think. In wrestling parlance, uh, I've used that parlance twice now, a bit like Del Boy, hello. But <laughs> heel turn and a good guy, t- and a babyface turn. Babyface is good guy, heel is bad guy. She turns back and forth all the way through the film, right? When you think she's a good guy, she does something bad guy. And then she turns around and you think, oh, she's a good guy then. Boom. I yes, thought she was the guy. one that gave away the location. But she, if you, yeah, she probably was. She's a fucking yeah. snake. But what, what, if you're in heel turn and face turn, the, mm. the whole point of a successful heel or face turn mm. is the, the, the misdirection of it. She gives no direction away. Dude, she just stands at the blank she does face. Go, body. God, yeah, it's terrible. She's just been terrorised. The, yeah. the first time I watched that movie, right? What she did to Ruddy, I wanted man, to drink. We're gonna get to that. What she I'm does thirsty. to Ruddy, fuck! I was genuinely like shocked. Like, he lands on his head when he comes out fuck that fucking did window. She just do to the listener. You, you must have seen it, but he he stands up. He gets excited because she mentioned she works at the uh, television station. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, oh, they're broadcasting a signal, and from nowhere, this is enough to give a man a concussion. Possibly permanent brain injury. Yeah. She smashes a vase or something over the back of his head yeah. out of nowhere, least yeah. expecting it. Very dangerous thing to do. And then, <laughs> holy shit, she just launches him. Yeah. Judo throws yeah. him through a plate glass window, yeah. which is in a, hit, a home, which is in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. So he flies out of a window and down a fucking mountain, yeah. basically. Yeah. Right? Well, a hill. We've established hills. It, well, a big hill. It's a, a fucking, big fucking big hill. hill. Dude, if he did that to me, I would be... And, and never was... mind the fight scene. Being thrown out of that fucking window would have yeah. hospitalised me for a year. Well, the thing is... Two right, years. Anyone, I would have never worked again. Anyone but Piper, right, would have been knocked out instantly by the mm. blow to the back of the head. Yeah. But he survives then, the fall. Then it's a, but, and have the, the whereabouts of himself, because he's an ultra-hard, double-hard bastard, mm. to land on his head again, which I, I was going to watch. Which then re the sense which into which it. Which woke him it, up, That's obviously. a technique. Right? And then he sort of managed to get himself into some kind of roll down the hill. Like a he was controlled... a trained wrestler like or something. Like he a fall and things yeah. like that make it look convincing. But, but man, it's pretty shocking though. Yeah. She's such a cold, like, robotic person. But to then do that, such a cold action out of nowhere. And it, it just... And even today watching it, that's probably the fourth time maybe in my life I've seen that movie. Um, it's still today. I was like, Jesus Christ. That's a bloody yeah. Yeah. fuck me. Uh, it's yeah, a great movie bloke. as well, though. Isn't it? Oh god, it stands up. If, if anything, and uh, did I, oh, I said this before we started recording. I might as well say it now. I don't know if, if you know Ben. That recently, um, possibly even this year, uh, is it John Carpenter, the director? Yeah, James John. Yeah, he had to come out publicly and state basically Nazis, neo Nazis, the fuckers we talked about last time. They have sort of adopted this movie as an allegory for Jewish uh, control. And right. he's been fought to the point where he's had to come out publicly and 
state that it is a rip on Reaganism and commercialism and which is everything the old um, white likes. You know, but it's not about fucking Jews. It's about the elite space yeah. aliens. You know, and but no, to the point where so yeah, that to your point, Mike, it shows that the movie is still fucking relevant. It's just relevant to the wrong wankers who are the noisiest mm. on the internet. Whereas people like us who appreciate it yeah, as we a actually, piece of fucking cinema and something yeah. quite. You know, Makes and we'll get into later. I think some of the themes, some of the darker themes in it, are oh, actually real yeah, to me. Very dark. Incredibly real. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's this quote here I've got. He says that we are all livestock. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, most of us sell out promotions, get bigger mm. bank accounts, new cars, we'll do anything to get rich. I mean, that, that just describes our world got, completely. That explains why I never got on when, mm. I, when I go to work and why I'm never promoted because obviously I, I refuse to sell out. Yeah. But I would and sell out, that's listen, the thing. Yeah, but so would I. Speaking to the livestock mm. thing, though, um, in one of the documentaries I watched that... that and I used the term documentary. <laughs> the loosest fashion. Looser than a than 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 a prostitute. Looser than slack pad. Something. I, I ran out of metaphors very quickly. Um, prostitute so, slack pad. Oh. <laughs> He's no. got a very loose arse. Oh, no. um, you well, made I... me forget what I was going to really say then. What did I say? <laughs> so you weren't even listening. No, I no. No, no. And I've gone to my joke about slack pad. Yeah, just, sorry. Oh yeah, quote right. So in the documentary, it gave me some good quotes. From, from rich people. Apparently this idea of us being livestock, this quote in the film really got to this documentary and I should probably say the name of it. It was called Proof They Live is a documentary by somebody called Affected Collective. They claim that their video was initially banned in the US um, for reasons they don't explain. Could be CIA suppression, but I guess probably more likely copyright issues. In all, in all um, fairness, we've been banned from my shoes. That doesn't make yes, us any more prophetic. Yes, but um, <laughs> we're close to the truth. Weird shit's been happening, Ben. Um, so, um, basically, she was based on, she got a bit freaked out by that, that quote that we could be pets, we could be food. What we really are is livestock. So, apparently, rich people, very rich people, have had this sort of idea and view of us as livestock and wanted to sort of give us a bit of a call for quite a long time, and I've got some pretty scary quotes from some people. Okay. This is from the billionaire Ted Turner, I who once owned WCW, among yes. many other things. Really CNN. He is apparently he's famous. Yes, okay, yes, but he's and also a wrestling And weirdly Cartoon Network, I think. Yeah, but he's apparently one of the biggest really? landowners yeah. in America, if not the biggest actual physical landowner in America. He said, I'm just going to wet the whistle, sorry. Um, wrong can. Get your can of piss. Get your can of piss. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I know a pedo on Nickelodeon, but not on Cotton Network. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what? Not personally. Well, he was arrested. He was a pedophile. A Nickelodeon? Yeah. Of our um, generation? I mean, yeah. Who was it then? I don't know, but he hosted a show or something. He oh, got arrested. You can't drop that kind of bomb on me and then say... And he's got his job back. You can't drop that kind of bomb on me. I don't know who it is. I don't know. Well, it was Ferguson from Clarissa Explains It All. I'll never look at that show the same way again. No, it was an old bloke. Oh. No, well. I don't know if he was a producer, he may not have been... Oh, well... Was Ted, he... Ted, give him anyway. his job back. Well, listen, Ted said, Overpopulation is the cause of drive-by shootings and other social ills, but the root of the problem is Christianity, which posits that people are more important than sea otters and elephants. That's Teddy Turner. Now, this one is from old Prince Philip. Oh man, this, this now, is going to be offensive. It's hard to take, because this could either be him being using his very unique, shall we say, sense of humour, um, or this could also be actually what he means. I'm trusting this person who gave me these quotes, so... I'm trying to do a sort of Prince Philip type. Yeah, you can try it. Here's a bloody quote. Cannibalism is radical, 
But realistic solution to the problem of overpopulation. <laughs> Prince fucking Philip. <laughs> I can imagine him. <laughs> Me too. I think that one's real. Okay, this is from a guy I don't know. I should have Googled it, but I'm I'm a semi-professional journalist, as any subscribers or even first-time listeners will have already gathered. Um, Jacques Yves Cousteau. Any idea? No. No. Well, he said... Yeah. Oh! Come on, Cousteau, mind. he was a writer, wasn't he? Well, he said, in order to... I'm oh, going to guess that he's French. Guy. I'm guessing he's French. Yeah. In order to stabilise world population... I'm going to stop that. We <laughs> must eliminate 350,000 per day. Hey, much? 350,000. And this one from David Rockefeller. The negative impact of population growth on all of our planetary ecosystems is becoming appallingly evident. <laughs> was it the guy who owned Nestle then, that said water wasn't a human right? Well, yeah, like what a cunt. Well, this is... The, oh, yeah, I said the C word. This is the last one. Oh, C-bomb. This is from Henry A. Kissinger. Yeah. Come on, science people. He was quite important. Henry Kissinger in America. Wasn't he the Secretary of State? Yeah, yeah he was Secretary of State in the, during the he, Vietnam War. He was given. Right. He was given a Nobel Peace Prize after Vietnam oh, shit. War. Well, listen to this. And <laughs> there, was a, there was a French comic. Yeah, mm. and he said satire is dead, and he retired and never never worked again. All because well, he got that because he massacred millions in oh. Vietnam. And he gets a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, okay. Satire's dead. Oh, I get you. Yeah. That's, oh, there you go again with your QI level. Buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's very trying, good point. Trying to explain yourself to but us then, two plugs. He doesn't sound like he should have had that award because he said this. Depopulation should be the highest priority of foreign policy toward the third world because the US economy will require, will require large and increasing amounts of minerals from abroad, especially from, abroad, especially from less developed countries. Mr. Kissinger... So, you know... Nobel Peace Prize winner, Henry Kissinger, everybody! I watched a programme on a news channel called Titans Around the Table, and there's these business oh people... God, this is, this is <laughs> these business people, the head of business, like millionaires... Was there? He could have been. <laughs> and... Uh, what about Zeus's dad? They were discussing food hunger, and they were saying that we'll have to start eating insects, yeah. because it's the lowest price per kilogram to rear, yeah, while they're sitting there eating frog gras... And sipping champagne. That's the irony of the motherfucker. That's what whole Lady Div is basically about, isn't it? But unfortunately, we can't get shotguns and just shoot banks. Shoot the f- and we can't. All we can do, I think. Well, we could. Well, we could, but we wouldn't get very far. I think we can do is be aware of the signal ourselves, which I think more and more people are through social media and things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, even social media is controlled, isn't it? And that's still controlling people's thoughts. Oh, well, didn't they? It's yeah, another thing. I mean, I stare at my Russian phone. Bots. I stare at my phone a lot more than the TV. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I fucking stare at my phone a lot. Yeah. You know, um, and you're the Russian bots now, mm-hmm. aren't you? Twitter and Facebook promoting yeah. stuff. The Russians want you to, to vote which way they want you to vote and. Things like that, you know. Mm. I, and I, you know, I have respect for Putin. He's a man with his shirtless every photo he has. I respect that at his age. Did he wrestle a shark? It's quite a clever bloke, actually. If you yeah, to him speak. He's, 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 he's usually head of the KGB. I mean, what must, he, what must he think of Trump? Mm. I mean, he must. Well, he's loving it, isn't he? Because he knows he got an imbecile yeah, in charge. Yeah, exactly. He's so I got, it. I got this. But he must think. He must think probably how they let that clown. Mm. I was reading an article today that said that of all the oh, lizard yeah. shapeshifters... Trump, garbage in, garbage out. Well, Trump's a prime example of one who's 
suit doesn't fit very well or hologram whatever it is it's, it's barely clinging to his fucking he's a fat lizard let's be honest even most lizards are in shape but even in the lizard world they look down on him because he's a fat fuck you know what I mean so his holograms just blah. Yeah. yeah but just thinking another dimension there's a really athletic handsome Donald Trump who's oh competent God. and sane of he's mind he's the one that went to war and didn't pretend to have ingrowing toenails or whatever it was yeah he, he got away with He's got yeah. an ingrowing brain, I think. You know, I watched the Hacksaw Ridge recently, and that guy had—he just—he was—he was. He Hacksaw was, uh, Jim Duggan involved? He wasn't. No. That's probably what happened. Yeah, he was all right. He wanted to go. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Do you know the Hacksaw Jim Duggan tattoo? Oh no! Look. Shit. Gaz is showing his his silhouette of Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and I tweeted it. I tweeted it to him, and he retweeted back, and he just said, "I like it." Oh, <laughs> and it was one of the best days of my life. And the thing is, I got it to cover up. When I was 17, I got the first tattoo ever, and it's a Chinese symbol, and I don't know what it meant. So my friend was just like, I could just do like a big black square over it as a joke. And I was like, no, do a silhouette of like, you know, Axel Jim Duggan, why not? So anyway, that's a tangent. Ho! Ho! Yeah. So what's Axel Ridge? What's Axel Ridge? Oh, it's a film, Mel Gibson, the arch... I love you, you Mel. I forgive you, Mel. Come back, yeah. Mel. Can I just say, in this film, mm. he picks up a two by four, <gasps> doesn't he? Man, I think he does. Yeah, it yeah. has to be. It has to be. A yeah, because he's got he's got the two by four, and the other guy has got the bottle. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know one of the reasons I love Hacksaw Jim Duggan? His career should have been over back in the early days when they were still trying to convince people wrestling was real. He was supposed to be feuding with um, the Iron Sheik. But they both, oh, yeah, yeah. and good guys were not supposed to travel together. They took it that seriously. But him and the Sheik were oh, fuck it, because they were both party boys. And they got pulled over for weed and beer while driving. Uh, and it's in the paper, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the, the Iron Sheik pulled over with weed and beer. And everyone's <laughs> like, what the fuck? They, like, and everyone took it so seriously. He got fired and stuff like, you've ruined the business, you've exposed it. But he came back, man. He's such an affable fucking, like, wonky-eyed dude. He's dead a... now. No, man. He's alive. He does one-man shows. I don't know how good they are, but he does apparently yeah, attempt stand-up. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Speaking awful, of, but... of former, we, we should mm. get to the mm. fight scene because it's... Let's get to it, man. That fight scene. Uh, you've, got to watch the, you've got to watch a scene. Um, it's an overly long fight scene, in my yeah. opinion. I, 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 they, I mean, they literally... It, it is it, hilarious. They literally beat the shit. <laughs> and I mean the literal shit the of each ever-loving fuck out of And, it's, and all because it's one the first, guy wouldn't let him put the... <laughs> it's the first <laughs> inaugural sunglasses match ever in the WWE. <laughs> right? and, and he's like... You know, Roddy's like, just, like, just put the damn glasses on. And, and Frank's like, fuck you. And I mean, he belly to belly suplex. Oh, Piper belly to belly suplex. On the concrete, suplex, man. Onto the concrete. This is ECW stuff. Jesus. I, it was he, vicious. I mean, I, mean I, I didn't take detailed notes at this fight scene. Vicious. Because I was like, I was just watching it in disbelief. That this is Indiana Jones the Crystal School lost me in the first 10 minutes because mm. of that hiding in the fridge nuclear blast thing. Yeah. And it's like, you've lost me there. That is just yeah. utter bullshit. Yeah. And I kind of zoned out a little bit for this fight because I was like, there's nowhere <laughs> on earth anyone is getting beaten like that. Without dying. Getting up, dishing mm. out an, a bit more of a beating to the other guy who then... Had, and it would definitely they, be a three-month hospital stay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have been... So I get well, kind of zone out stay. a little bit. I'm really sorry to do this, guys, but can we just pause? Sorry. Yeah. We'll get back to the fight. I'm fighting. 
Right. So uh, we're back. Yeah, I just want to say, look how difficult it is to use force to try and persuade somebody. And the aliens have done it through deception so easily. Yeah. And we actually, we don't just take part in it. We, you know, people want to be part of it. But if you use force on somebody, mm. you can't do it. Because, yeah, if he'd have just, if that scene was like 15 seconds and he's just like, put the glasses on. Those people are killed, you know, they were people. Put these on. He's yeah, like, I still think you're a bit mad, though. And he's like, yeah, I think you're a dick. We're giving me all right, then. I mean, there's no meaning yeah. behind that. The subtext, yeah. the allegory. Yes, it's funny, hilarious, comedic <laughs> levels of violence, the fight. But I think you're right, mate. The subtext or the allegory mm. underneath it is you can't force someone to open their eyes. Yeah. Everyone comes to something oh. under their own... That's it. Uh, perfect example. There's I have two lives and there's one before... Uh, well, the glass well, there's one after. I have a very good example. Yeah. I have Morrissey oh, tattooed on my arm. Don't judge me, listeners. I love that singer, but and the band The Smiths, among many others. But when my friend tried to get me into them before I was into them, he used to really try and beat me over the head with it, like, and it sounded. I hated it because I was mm. like, well, it's not my thing at all. I was like, I don't like it, and he kept going on about it. He's like, you'd really get it. It's up your alley, and I'm like, ah, and then. Um, because I had a, a very old van I had to use for work. It had a cassette deck. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> and there was a Smith's, out of chance, a Smith's uh, cassette. And just because it was the only one, I listened to it. And somehow, because it was the right time or whatever, I was like, fucking hell, I love this. To the point where now I'm a yeah. bit of a fanatic. But when he tried to beat yeah. me over the head with it, I was like, nope. When so, I was 18, I, 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 I didn't like reggae. I hated it. Now I love it. Dope. Ben, you did it last episode. <laughs> it's fine. Look, Mike's just, allowed to like reggae and you're allowed to dislike it. Okay. That's All right. fine. Let's leave it there. It still fucking sucks. Well, look, but the point is, so why is it so difficult? Why does he have to beat the shit out of Frank and Frank beat the shit out look. of Ruddy for five freaking minutes? Because it's the point it is you can't force someone into anything, like, to open to any ideology or you can brainwash them, do it, like you said, deceptively yeah. through the frequencies and the frequency driving into our minds. But you can plant seeds. You can't literally just grab someone by the head and go, Oi! It's like Inception. Yeah. It's an Inception. You cannot. You can lead a horse to water. Yeah. But you can't make him put the sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's a Hollywood trained one like that. Yeah. One from yeah. the black and white mm. thing. The version I watched, actually, because it had like um, little sub cards coming in, mm. giving, me, giving me little hints as to what the, uh, the thing was. It said, would we be as brave when trying to convince someone to see the truth? Um, and then he goes like, well, I'm not going to tell him beat the shit out of someone. Well, no, I wouldn't do what Roddy did, but no. I would definitely get as many glasses as I could and just be like, please just put these on. Yeah, put these on. Two seconds, two seconds. And you, this is, you play, say, this is, a, this is a, a new advertising thing. Put these glasses mm. on, you've been an advertising campaign. Please put it, them on. Listen, the thing is, it's always sunny in Los Angeles. Always, yeah. always, every day. Three sunglasses, here you go. Right, I'm there you go. Delphia, apparently. Allegedly. Boom. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. But yeah, you know, uh, yeah, but... Maybe because your best friend thinks that you just randomly executed a load of people. This is, a, this in is the also back, a problem. And he bank. still gives him money. Yeah. He says, here's That's a piece of the best I can do. That's to get rid of him. Because Frank, even though he's definitely a pessimist, I think we've yeah. established, he's also a bit of a fucking savage and a masochist. I mean, the way he savagely, repeatedly knees Ruddy in the testicle yeah. is <laughs> so brutal. It's, it, it's not even funny. It's like, dude. And then he probably gives him a belly to belly, a belly to belly suplex onto the concrete. It's you know wonderful. I mean? And this is, and, you know, they are both beaten soundly, right? Mm-hmm. And they still. And at one point, Roddy then laughs in his face after yeah. five minutes. It's a very childish, sort of cheeky, <laughs> you know. 
And there's a point where you think, oh, they both give up, and then Rodney yeah. comes back for more. It just keeps. Yeah, you know what I mean? The other guy's like, oh! <laughs> I mean, it's slammed into bins, it's slammed off the walls. <laughs> but you know, when he smashes the window, it's gone too far. Yeah, yeah. but you then when you don't mm. think they're going to kill each other at any point. It's yeah, a pally then, sort of fight. Yeah. yeah, so maybe that explains why they're not dead, because they were holding back on those punches yeah. and things, you know. But when they, Christ alive. When he does get the glasses on him, yeah. he's, he sees... Mm. It's basically a really savage version yeah. of red pill or blue pill. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right hook, left hook, where are the glasses? No, headbutt, knee to the groin, right hook, left hook, headbutt, glass smash, bin lid, where are the glasses? No. And five minutes of this. and yeah. Well, I think eventually he realises that this must mean something. What he's just gone through to, to make yeah. him put his fucking glasses Either on. though, or it's still or at this point. completely though, insane. Exactly though, Mike, point. before he puts the glasses on, he's still like, this guy, this guy who murdered those people yeah. in the bank has just <laughs> fucking fought to the death for five fucking minutes. I need yeah. him in the ball six times, right? He and still, in those and he's still saying, put the fucking glasses on. He's the most insane you got a point there, in the world with yeah. his mullet yeah. and his fucking bloody nose now. And he yeah. put the glasses on. And then, though, poor old Frank... Puts the fucking glasses on, sees the fucking. Th- like, imagine what he's thinking yeah. then, like, Jesus, A, my body hurts, my yeah. jaw yeah. hurts, my brain I'm hurts, my back hurts, my back may be broken. My back, my ribs, I think I have, like, severe blunt force bleeding, trauma. Yeah. Probably as my well. brain, I think I have, like, brain trauma. Definitely a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a, a concussion. minimum a concussion. Yeah. A very minimum it a concussion. It is which wages is going on the doctor to fix yeah. it all. They don't even go to the doctor, they go to a motel. <laughs> And start telling each other and stories so, about their childhood. Yeah, Roddy and this is where you get the where they come from. The ain't from Cleveland line. <laughs> and then Piper retells a, a harrowing tale of childhood abuse. Yeah. And it's like, I ain't daddy's little bitch no more. And you're like, no, no daddy's little boy. Isn't no, it? Daddy, daddy, I ain't daddy's little boy no more. You're like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Bitch. And then we get, yeah. you know, then, <sighs> then we get the resistance member, uh, referred to him as a resistance member, but on the wall of the resistance building, which they go to later on, there is an Illuminati triangle. The guy in the green jacket. Yes. And he says, it's not a great line. I've got one, I've got to say it. Yeah. The world needs a wake up call. And we're going to phone it in. We're going to phone it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. It. That's got to be a Piper line. <laughs> 80s action. Fantastic. He gives them an address and a time. They come to look quite affable with scary biker on the door, I thought. He seemed mm-hmm. quite pleasant. Called them brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, he had a loaded shotgun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's an Illuminati triangle on the wall. So this has made me to a point. Mm-hmm. The Illuminati, the literal meaning of that is the illuminated ones. Mm-hmm. Are we absolutely? I mean, are we absolutely dead certain that the Illuminati are the the bad guys well, running look, the show? The bad or guys is it, are going to use deception. Because so they turned the, the people who were fighting yeah. for us. Well, maybe. I'm pretty sure. Do you do Christian Murtu? You what? Do you do Christian Murti or Murtu or something like that? He's what? A, it's a philo- Indian philosopher. Oh right, okay. I thought you were. Uh, do well, you no, I didn't. Do, do, do I? I thought you said, "Do I Christian Murti?" <laughs> <laughs> I no, I don't. Either, I, no, one of his one great one? quotes is, um, "Oh fuck me!" I, <laughs> I thought it was like some weird we thing. <laughs> I genuinely thought it was some weird. Do I Christian murdered? What the fuck's Christian murdering? I've murdered a few Christians <laughs> in my time. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's not healthy to be well adjusted to profoundly sick society. Some yeah. of his quotes are quite like. Well, I'm perfectly maladjusted, no. so I'm definitely healthy. So that, my point is, I, I took a multivitamin this morning. Is it? Is apparently it? Apparently, he was like 
The proper Illuminati. What do you mean like the proper Illuminati? The good Illuminati. Ah, so maybe there's a good Illuminati. There's something and they, they and they, they, they've 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 bastardized the things. I don't know where that's even from. <laughs> Possibly Star Wars, <laughs> yeah, the Force. Like Star Wars, you you said it in a very Alec Guinness voice. Maybe some kind of muscle memory thing coming back. Yeah. <laughs> they get the new Hoffman lenses with contact lenses so they don't hurt as much we touched on mm. that don't we yeah and we get a line here from the resistance guy and um, I got the quote most of us sell out right away we get promoted and our bank accounts get bigger we start buying new houses and cars perfect isn't it we'll do anything to be rich and it's absolutely right because I'd have sold mm. out me too I'd have been like they were oh do you want to uh, go on out to our side Get your job in Hollywood, you'd be an actor if you like. If you had sunglasses, I would have said, we got one who could see. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would. I would. I that's the problem, isn't it? You know, 90, yeah, 90% just... of people probably would sell out. Yeah, we would. And that's, that's the... And I got the... It's all I like, love money. So, you know, the, the, the aliens are like... They, they are turning our planet into... The, is it to do with the, the carbon dioxide? Or so are, the more crap they yeah, make... Atmosphere. Because atmosphere their atmosphere. Their atmosphere more. And they were doing, so they turned up 1958 yeah. is the date from that. Oh, who's the phone? Uh, there's a fine for Gaz. Oh. Oh. Am I the only one that can put his phone on airplane mode? It is on airplane Am I the only professional? It is That's two beers I'm going to enjoy no, next no. time for your charge. What does that symbol say? Airplane mode. Your phone beeps. But emails matter. still come through. You've still got to put it on silent. That's no, mine hasn't gone. Mine's uh, on airplane see, mode. I, 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 I made that mistake up earlier. They're both on... I'm sorry, on airplane mode now. Nah, I, I, mine's on airplane mode. I do, mine doesn't go off. I, Maybe I'm just not loved. I apologise profusely. Maybe no one wants to get in touch with me. Unreservedly and profoundly from the bottom of yeah, my and, 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 and I get two beers oh, next oh, week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we go. Below the surface, the elites are living in opulence. And they things. are, yeah. They're loving that shit. And mm. there's, there's a seminar going on and he's saying... We've increased your wealth by 39% and everyone applauds. Yeah. 39%? Imagine getting a 39% pay rise every year. That'd be fantastic. Well, that's, what, that's, what, that's what the top 1% get, probably more. Yeah, but wouldn't that be amazing? And Roddy, beats, my, beats my three and a half. And Roddy and Frank just strolling in their, in their farmer builder clothes yeah. type things, you know. Yeah. Bold as brass. <laughs> Billy Big Bollocks, aren't they? Bless them. Well, probably a bit freaked out, to be fair. Because this is another thing. You know when the, so the guy we touched on earlier who then is like, Definitely recognises him, doesn't he? Yeah. Hey, guys. Now, I think everything points to him being the same character, doesn't it? It does. They seem to know him, but he, none of us can kind of actually place where he is in the film. Because I heard somebody suggest on that or read online that perhaps it's not the same character, but it's the same actor to try and show that both ends of the scale are possible to happen to anybody. Yeah. If you see what I mean. Um, you could be the guy in the... Homeless camp. Mm. You could have been lucky to have been born into the elites and used that way. But there's definitely recognition when he sees them, isn't mm -hmm. there? Yeah. And unless they're, unless they're faint. No, I, I thought he was a foreman, perhaps. Mm. That was my initial. It's the same actor, though. Perhaps he is playing two different characters, though. It's just the same actor. Perhaps he's the foreman. If you look at the time, oh, no, how, it's how long is there between the open, that church getting raided and mm. then? Yeah, how much time has passed in? How much time has passed in? Has he got time to draw a goatee? Yeah, because remember, like we said, last mm. I know we're slightly repeating ourselves, but the last we see of that character before then, or that actor, is backing up against a wall yeah. with riot police closing in on him. Yeah. We don't actually see him getting beaten. Uh, no. But, so... 
But it's a bit of an, um, it's, it's, it was like an obscure thing to put in that, in, mm. in that book. I was, I was, he ha- happens it, to show it, them around the whole Because he's very happy to show yeah. them around as well. You know oh, I didn't know, you, I didn't know you'd been turned, you know. They've got a technical term for that, haven't they, where they just put a character in just to drive the plot forward. Mm. Yeah. There's well, no other purpose either to explain something or mm. drive the plot forward. And he made Which, an A-team reference know, as well. Let's, he did, didn't he? Yes, he said the A-team. No, I caught Yes, he did. God, we loved them. Yeah. Um... Okay, there's another one day in the future. I've got an 18 van I could give away. <laughs> no, some, stop giving your stuff away. If some listeners do some cool stuff for us, honestly. I need to get rid of stuff and we need likes. Oh, drop a cigarette. The um, other alien quote I've got from that little seminar mm-hmm. is by 2025, not only the USA, but the whole planet will be under the protection and domination of this power faction, gain substantial not only for ourselves, but the human power elite. Mm. So if you look at like we we said before about like people like Kanye West and yeah. uh, Beyonce and when we flash in that triangle, mm-hmm. then they would be the human power elite in yeah. this scenario. And who were the people that they said had been wiped out? What do they call them? <clears throat> terrorists. Yes, the terrorists have been wiped out. Yes, when the uh, place well, gets raided, yes. obviously Holly, who turned up at that resistance meeting, gave the game away. Evil, you bitch. crazy. I the fact that she was lady. evil in should have the clues were laid down in Master of the Universe. <laughs> they were, and we didn't see them. We didn't. And she's acting pretty evil and cold all the way through. What Terribly she did, awesome. What she did to Ruddy is unforgivable in this movie. Well, and I then mean, she and, and Yeah, but she teases you by coming up, turning up, and um, you know. But you would think you she's have trusted good? her? Actually, thrown you down that hill. Oh, when she moved Frank, that was a cold. If I, if oh, I was Ruddy, that, that. if I was Ruddy, you know what I'd have done to it? DDT'd it on the concrete <laughs> there and then in that room to the point where her skull imploded. Yeah. And I wouldn't have felt she, guilty about it. Everyone would judge you and point their gun at you straight. <laughs> like, you just murdered a woman. Be like, no, oh, you didn't see. She, she threw me down a fucking hill. A fucking hill. mountain. Yeah. Like, she deserved that? Yeah. That was a murderess in the comments. A murderous DDT! <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally, a did you see melon. Go? Melon. Yeah, absolute melon splat. God, she's an evil bitch in this film. Yeah. God, they do, it. they go through the, uh, they get to the, the, so this chap is showing them around. They want, yeah. they, he's in the news, uh, the newsroom where obviously the, the propaganda is, is the, the centre of it. Yeah. You know, they, they ask to go in and. Uh, Man centre. The two guards are aliens, which shows you don't trust humans to guard that. You can be bought and sold. See, there again, goes with the copper aliens. Everyone has their place in the hierarchy of all things. Yeah, but I'd rather be a guard at the news station with an M16. Yeah, they'd probably have better salary. A shirt and a pistol (laughs) against someone like Roddy Roddy Piper. Mm. I'd feel more confident. They're probably on better salary, yes, than those street-level cops. But everyone's got their place, you see. They're still not in... They weren't inside that meeting, were they? They're guarding it. You know, they're still henchmen. Just better equipped henchmen on a salary. If the alien cops would have less compunction about shooting people, wouldn't they? Because, well, they were their cowards. We're just lifestyle. That's why Roddy knew that instinctively. That's why he's the hero. We could still root for him. He didn't kill those two alien coppers in cold blood. They were going to do him in. He knew that. He did get off of the choice to save his soul, though. Nah, he felt... He fucking felt it in his... his Guts, always trust your guts, and he and his guts said, "Clothesline this motherfucker," <laughs> and he did. Thank you, Roddy. So, yeah, so they do get into, they shoot the uh, news team, don't they? Mm-hmm. Him and Frank, they get in. Come on, Frank. Signals on the roof, so it gets to the point. That's the transmitter. Do they shoot the news team? I yeah. Think the microphone can literally pick us, pick up us skin enough, which is wonderful. <laughs> See, that's how authentic we are, dear listener. Yeah. 
Yeah, sorry, oh, I interrupted. So, I mean, I mean, you see the aliens uh, intergravitational gla- light dispenser transport. Yeah, that was it. Gravitational mm. lens. Gravitational lens. Bends light. Yeah. They just travel anywhere. Intergalactic planetary travel. Say that in the Beastie Boys style. Intergalactic planetary. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> and they're from Andromeda. Andromeda. That's where they're from. No, that wasn't a TV show. It was. Was it Star Trek Andromeda? I probably know something else. But I think, think there was. I never watched it. See, listeners, we're geeky. I never Not watched it. Though. That fucking geeky. <laughs> never, yeah. watch it, never watch it for Trekkie. Only ever love the Green Room. I don't like the sci-fi channel things. Mm. To be honest, they're a bit poor. I like no, it. I like. I like if it's some sort of weird animal channel. versus another animal. Know, it's CB- is it CBS? Was it Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark? I have that on Blu-ray. They are barely watchable, but I get myself to a level of stone where it's almost like meditation. I'll put on these dog shit movies that I'm sure no other human has ever sat through, apart from possibly the director. But I bet he's embarrassed. Have you watched Heavy Metal? No, sounds good to it's me. It's an animated thing. It's full of boobs and uh, killing and things. Right. And it's just got like heavy metal rock music, and uh, it's narrated by um, John Candy. What the hell's the narration? <laughs> what the hell's the narration? <laughs> yeah. Boobs, heavy metal. Who boobs? Stabbing, stabbing. This evil green like orb. Which An was, orb stabbed a boob. It, it basically corrupts men and makes them do evil things. All oh, right, it sounds horrifying. It's, it's Everything corrupts us. We're being corrupted constantly. This movie you is think it's us. fucking mad. And John Candy's doing the voice for really? What the fuck? Hey, hey everybody <laughs> did, needs a payday. Did anyone actually? 1985 though. I think, I think it was before he was famous. Was like. he into crack then, or did he have the t-shirt? I found something. Uh, two things I noticed in this. One, it's always important to have manners when asking the way to the roof. Even if you're carrying a gun and people are running away screaming, if you're if you're polite, <laughs> you'll get the answers. Right? You'll get the answers because he's, well, he's, he's, he's Canadian. He said, "Excuse me, would you get to tell me about the roof, please?" And she <laughs> says, "Oh, it's that way, that elevator, and then that elevator." And he goes, Thank you very much. And then he leaves. Right? Manners, manners are important. They get you anywhere, manners. And they cost nothing. And they cost nothing. And right? carrying guns. Carrying guns does carrying help. A gun but if you're polite, polite and carrying a gun, boom. You're, you're laughing because I'll do what you say either one way or another. You can get anywhere until you're shut down by a and drone. The, 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 one thing I noticed, right? This was weird. You know, we, we've touched, we have mentioned this before, right? In, in another podcast, previous mm-hmm. podcast, that the, the copper, the alien security people, mm-hmm. had the exact same prop from Ghostbusters as the PKE meter. Ooh, right? I saw that, yeah. And they were the motion trackers and they were the com devices. And. And it was like, it literally was. No, it wasn't the alien, it was one from Ghostbusters. Like no, it's, it's it, it, the, the light flashed. Prop. It was ah, the, the same exact me. prop. That yeah. fact is out there on the internet. It was I, a budgetary wow. thing. And I was like, and then I thought, my God, because <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd spent some time with Mary Jane when I watched this film. <laughs> and it. it was, she was coming on strong that night. Mm. And. I then decided that they live and Ghostbusters in a, is in a shared universe. It, well, and that Egon was a school-faced alien who gone rogue. Maybe that's uh, how they use alien technology. No, no, no. Maybe he accidentally, through one of his experiments, just opened up the portal, and that's how these fuckers started coming here. Yeah, 
But then he gets a bit of resolve about it and goes rogue, forms the Ghostbusters oh. as like an undercover cell to eventually like take down the... Using their proton Yeah, using the proton packs, crossing the streams. WMDs. All this cross, all this test, cross dressing the They're basically WMDs. It says a nuclear reactor <laughs> yeah. strapped to my back. I'm they're, cross, they're cross-dressing the streams in my own mind for some reason. Men. No, there's no pantyhose involved. <laughs> Just killing things. That would be a different cartoon. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? But yeah... So like I gotta say, Mary Jane was was hitting on me strong, and that, and I decided that Ghostbusters and they lived in a shared universe. Well, quite possibly <laughs> the PK meter. It was, uh, you know, it was sort of independent technology, wasn't it? it wasn't yeah. made by a government agency, no, and they probably it. just took it. They would have stolen, the yeah, exactly. Yeah, because Egon's not the most warlike sort of guy, is he? Do you know what I mean? Or oh, he just, was an alien. Yeah. No, I refuse to believe that. Egon was a good guy. He was a bit alien. I refuse to believe Egan is not a cross-dressing skillface alien. Well, okay. If he was, I'd fuck him. Anyway, so it's him. If you manage to link up with Holly, Frank, um, Roddy, we're just calling him Roddy Piper. He's Roddy. He's Roddy Piper. No matter what his character name is in this film, he is (laughs) the one and the only hot rod. There you go. Didn't your mum have a thing for him? She did. (laughs) Yeah, she did, actually. You should show that video that I sent you, remember, when he released a single, right? Oh, God, I'm your man. Oh, Oh, that was horrific. (laughs) It was quite disturbing. Nearly as disturbing as the the Hulk Hogan, Vince McMahon, (laughs) Macho Man, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan playing baseball. Stand back. Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing a Vince McMahon dance for those listening. Terrifyingly, he didn't rest as a performer. The miming in that video was horrendous. Mm. Um, and and Holly shoots Diva, shoots shoots Frank. Diva, she shoots Frank in the back that of the was head. Diva, cold. get he the execution, yes. Yeah. I tell you what, I was watching. It's pretty it last, bleak. I was watching it last night, and uh, I must have reached down for something. I missed it, and I thought, well, what? I watched the film. I thought, what happened to Frank? I didn't even say anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wind it back. It's just like one little scene just comes up behind him and goes pop. Yeah. Are you cold, bitch? Yeah. I hate that bitch. I'm telling you. Evil but she Lynn. wasn't an alien, though, was she? But no, she, no, she, she sold a soul, hadn't she? Uh, she? They gave her some seriously good alien dick. Sorry, that's sexist. She wasn't turned by dick. She might have been, but probably money. She might anyway, have liked alien vagina. Let's <laughs> not assume her sexuality. I'm sure they I think she was a, I think she was androgynous. She probably was like action man downstairs. She had like plastic genitals <laughs> and just... Because she was inhuman. But, Poor actress. Then she tries to seduce, she tries to give Rod, Rod the chance, Roddy Piper, she's on the roof, Never. he's got the thing in his Never. sights. And you're thinking, oh man. Mm. Even at that point I'd be like, nah, I could just be a millionaire. Screw this shit. No, Roddy is... But he makes the ultimate sacrifice, he gets taken, he gets shot, he destroys the beak, the transmitter, humanity is free. Yeah. If only for a few hours till well, the new one Los kicks Angeles. in. Glory, you look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> there is quite a, a wonderful little sweet sequence then, isn't there, towards mm, the end yeah. of it, just people who are revealed. I love the one of the guy in the bar who's just sitting there silently, yeah. like, it's on the news. Yeah, everybody else in the bar See, is looking he's at He's a bit of a down-and-out alien, isn't he? He's, just, he's hanging yeah. around with the cattle in the bar. Yeah. He's Some like, people are like that. Check shirt. He he's, likes... like, he's got a check shirt on. He's a bit of a redneck. No, he's got a suit on. No, oh no, he's in the suit. He's yeah. surrounded by rednecks. He's though. just like he's one of those yuppie, guys who likes to slum it, you know, typical well, fucking he, he yuppie. A bit of a yuppie, you know. Mm, but he's one of them who likes to pretend he's slumming it, and he's one of the people. But 
there's the guy, and it, and bizarrely the film, well not bizarrely, but you know, it was the 80s, the film ends on basically a tit shot. Of course. <laughs> just, it's classic 80s. Yeah, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, an 80s just style titties. model, yeah. porn star model. I was thinking it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm about to do an hour and a half of a movie, there's been no tits. <laughs> it's like the second to last shot of the film. Not even side boob. Oh, <laughs> there is actually a lack of like, any attractive women in this film. Um, Apart from that chick at the end. Well, they had to do. It that sounds be, really it would sexist. Not be, I apologise. It would not be an eighties fucking action movie in any way, stretch, or form if it didn't have unnecessary tits. Yeah. For no reason. You were pretty, tits. You were they pre- all had them. You were the token tits in Predator Two. Where you got yeah. the, the, the chick banging oh, the Colombian no. drug lord. It's like, it's like here we've got a movie tits. about here we got a mo- an eighties movie about a, 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 a serial killing alien hunting mm. trophies and. All of a sudden, we've got some tits. This is yeah. fantastic. weird the predator wearing someone's tits. <laughs> <laughs> cross-dressing predator. Yeah, the predator wasn't cross-dressing. Why do we like keep him? fucking cross-dressing famous fictional characters? What's wrong with you all? Genuinely don't know. Oh, just probably that, like, probably that guy at work telling me this week that his daughter used to work in Anne Summers and they used to get cross-dressers in and she used to have to help them choose underwear and bras and stuff and but, I, I pretend like it was normal but if they weren't aliens I don't see how that's and we, into we, this discussion <laughs> it's still word its way into my consciousness I just got that black adder scene in my head now where they got all them fake tits <laughs> the thing is that I have no I, earmuffs yeah, I was just falling down I can't judge either of you because a few episodes ago I did spend most of the episode talking about the dildo I was going to use in the apocalypse <laughs> so yeah your cross dressing is probably maybe I shouldn't be judgmental um, but yeah this well, it's going to be the apocalypse, Susie yeah, Judge. The Gimpot is going to enslave us all, but that's another That's, a, that's another a, thing. We'll have to tell ourselves. Another story for another day. <laughs> yeah. So, should we get to the end of this movie? That's pretty much it. I mean, he makes a supreme sacrifice, he destroys yeah. a transmitter. Boom. I mean, he, he may, and he dies. Her- but how does he die? Heroically. Heroically. The finger. Yeah. The opposite of the Terminator in Terminator 2 dies giving the thumbs up, a hopeful message. Roddy dies defiantly, middle finger up, fuck you buddy. And uh, yeah, people are free and that's it. Always gets me, always gets me Terminator 2, you know. I know, we've been over this though, we did do this in a brief, it gets everyone of our generation. But there's one thing I wanted to bring up just before we forget, because I think we're always almost towards the end. One thing that speaks true from this movie to me about the billboards is like the marry and reproduce. Because as a single man with no kids, I find that the majority of adverts, which I try to avoid, like the plagues, I don't really watch TV. Of course. Are yeah. like aimed at family, sort of future, this type of thing, aren't they? Just yeah. basically all of them. And I'm to I the mean, point where so... I notice it and it makes me feel a bit you sometimes like I should be that. Yeah. I got I that. It makes me question everything. Of and be like, oh. You know, and like, the whole point, even though the whole I enjoy industry. having the glasses on and ignoring that, it still gets the to whole, me. The whole advertising industry is to portray a world that you'll never get to, but you want to strive to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it, it's built on an illusion, it, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I hate seeing that. I mean, I try and keep myself away as much as possible from, from stuff like that. Mm, me too. But, um, but you do it. see it. They're so and intrusive. See, and and I, sometimes I'll just, yeah, I'll be looking through, I'll, be, I'll, I'll check out the BBC News app, and I've got, all of a sudden I've got celebrity mm. news as a headline, mm. and I think, and look, I think, oh man, we fucking great. Just to have that. I've got shitloads of money. I'm famous. Be do effectively yeah. what I want, any time I want, kind yeah. of life. Right. That'd be wonderful. That was a work and everything. Well, yeah, but ain't, ain't gonna happen. Is it? Do yeah. sell your soul and put the mask yeah. on. Here's the LCD then. They're so intrusive, yeah. though, man. I mean, 
You, you just just think, man. You're just sitting there, yeah. And then your neighbour comes around every sort of, uh, you know, for five minutes every half an hour and starts shouting shit in your face. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? My neighbour does. <laughs> Turn it down. Well, stop, stop reading David Icke so lonely. Why am I? Why are the aerials on my roof covered in tinfoil? That kind of thing. Think about it. Advertising should be fucking banned. It's just the tip of the iceberg. Man. It should be fucking banned, man. It's, it's trying to change your your whole thoughts and your whole mm. your whole mind. Be. No imagination, Ben. We're breaking right now with that blowing smoke up around bums, but just by doing this, this is a creative outlet podcasting. Yeah. Um, but by doing this, we're breaking it, we're being imaginative, we're trying to satisfy ourselves in a different way. But it's not an easy thing to do, is it? You know, and uh, you're encouraged not to, aren't you? That's it. Basically, uh, even by your, your own friends would say, oh, what are you bothering for? Like, who do you think you are? There's no thing. money in it. What's the yeah, point? Yeah, yeah, what's the point? They don't get it. Yeah, I don't um, ask that. My dad goes, any money in this podcast? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe eventually. Mm. Who knows? Uh, well, we're not here for the money. We're not here for the money. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I, I enjoy doing this. It's fun chatting shit about mental it, shit. It would be nice to do this for a job, I must admit. Uh, yeah, it would be it. great. But and the I'm fact that the matter is, dear listener, we get really high and drunk while we Yeah, we have fun. We vent. I slag off reggae for one. No, yeah. No, I'm, I'm calm, I'm calm. So alienate an entire reggae loving... Oh, no, that's a dodgy road to go down. Uh, ignore me. Um, so listen, definitely, I agree. The reason this movie resonates, I believe, with people like us is because, yeah, elements... We know advertising and stuff like that. We know we're told and programmed and told what we're supposed to do and where we should be at certain points in our lives. And, um, yeah. and I'll also... I'll for the millennials, man. I mean, they... Mm. they, they you know, well, we are millennials that. ourselves, just. Yeah, and the fantasy also of being we, able we catch to... catch on, or they catch on. Or, yeah. Let's be honest, also, the sort of fantasy of being able to just tool up and just go... Take us aliens. Yeah, just go, just just let rip on these evil fucks to definitely have to prove they're evil and then just go, right, I have free reign now to still be the hero and just gun these motherfuckers down. Let's be honest, as a part of all of us, <laughs> even, you know, the most Buddhist of us all... If the aliens came, we'd like to tool up, I think. Oh, yeah, I mean, the They're aliens invade, you've got to tool up. Yeah. There's no conscientious objective the there, because it's like and survival of the... species, isn't it? I mean, Independence Day style scenario, you're, yeah. like you're getting in that plane, aren't you? Welcome to Earth, smack in I the face. I would punch an alien and say, welcome to Earth. I just want to yeah. point that out. Well, I'd, I'd punch a man one and shag a woman one. Depends if they're green or not. Even them ones from, um, no, I'm, I wouldn't go that far, the ones from Independence Day. The tentacly ones. I don't do tentacles. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't tentacles. go that far. Someone in Japan. Would, someone in Japan. That would be their absolute. If not, you could capture, if we could capture an alien, we could take it to Japan. <laughs> make a million. <laughs> make millions. Tentacles Just from our own movie it's studio. Tentacles look. <laughs> tentacles look real ones from another dimension. All them fucking rich Japanese hedge fund brokers. <laughs> we can't we're queuing translate up for it. it. But the poor aliens lying there, like, <laughs> I wait. I spent twelve years <laughs> in Alien University. I was selected from a board of. 12,000 competitors to be sent here, and here I am, being fucked by tiny Japanese cocks. For movies, <laughs> making millions. They were sent, they were chose from millions sent here to merge our, our um, cultures and all that, and we just turn them into, we just make money from them. Sounds great. Sounds perfect, to be honest. Exactly what a human would do. Yeah. Why is tentacle porn popular in Japan? Is it because of all the seafood they eat? I have no idea. Genuinely. I know this is on dodgy ice here in terms of you know, we're not allowed to upset anyone in this day and age. But come on, we know they're into tentacles. Why? Is it something to do with being an island? 
Maybe Godzilla thing too. Maybe they just they've got a thing with animals. Well, you know why they've got a Godzilla thing. No, I don't mean that. No, do you know why they've got? Do you know why they've got a Godzilla thing though? Because we dropped a nuke on them. Yeah, yeah. And that's why a lot of their comic books and uh, sort of pop culture is based around nuclear mm. and radiation. And well, we we which didn't. Which is fairly understandable. No, <laughs> we should point that out that we didn't first. Pers- we didn't personally mm. drop a nuke on Japan. Mm. We are not responsible for that. No, I'm definitely not. Not in my name. Um, so yeah, that was a tangent. We're supposed to be trying to wrap up here, so yeah. guys. Um, yeah, it's got relevance. Of course, it's got relevance. I mean, I you, think it's you, more relevant today. More relevant. Is it? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you really got to look at what's going on. Oh, it's not about Jews. It's really depressing. In yeah. all fairness, even yeah. got climate change in there because they say they're changing mm. the climate yeah. to suit their own needs. Yeah. Well, that's why pointing back to my news story earlier, they've man-made these hurricanes and stuff. But if to I was going to show that show that climate change is real and control us in that way, but it's all man-made. They've got the power, the tools, HAARP, H-A-A-R-P. It's one of them, what's it called when it's an acronym? An acronym. Yeah. I think that piss weak beer's kicked in. <laughs> I've got a cold, I told you. <laughs> but I think if I had the opportunity to make my own weather and I was mm-hmm. going to create massive hurricanes, I would... I'd do the Sharknado thing. Oh, send sharks in it. I'd put sharks in it. But well, look, not. you're making it yourself. It's <laughs> fun. But I think they've done enough. You know, look what's happened to Houston. We're no, not what if there genuinely was a Sharknado? That would that would be at least sort of relevant. I've I mean, seen all five of those movies. That would actually be pretty terrifying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've you, seen all you, five of them. You make it more terrifying than just a hurricane. I'm going to send them guys there. Uh, I, I don't what's really the first there's not enough there's not enough fucking character development for you that's the problem yeah. I'd lend you Expendables 2 one of the finest action Jesus, movies of our generation is a, that is a masterpiece it is it's, as an action film mm. it is immense right it's cinematic tour yeah. de force yeah right you sent me Kingsman as well I enjoy so that I movie that, yeah. I think that's I a to. good movie you watched five minutes of it the, the character you didn't like got killed after five minutes you didn't even make it to that point I mean, so, no, Expendables, and you went, oh, I don't know about the character development's a bit shit. That's what you yeah. said about Expendables 2, the character it's, development's a bit shit. It's an action film, man, I'm, just I'm enjoy it. you to watch Ghost in the Shell, have you still watched it? No, because you told me you bored the shit on me in the first no, 30 minutes. No, I never said that, I said, because I, I know yeah. your attention span, I said stick with it. How much is my attention span? Stick with it for the first 30 minutes. What do you mean my attention span? I've got a perfectly good attention span. <laughs> Mm. Even I watched Ghost in the Shell. I looked at one as it's uni and stuff. I was like, whoa, man. I, the Matrix the totally... Remake? No, not it's yet. It's pretty good. Oh, I'll give it a go. The, the storyline, they fuck it up a little bit, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's decent. I'll give it a go. It's decent. It's well, not as good as the original. Should we wrap up our, late, yeah. our They Live movie special? Um, yeah, it's great. It's relevant. It's good uh, film. There's some secret yeah. truths in there. Roddy Piper's magnificent. Like I said, his hair is magnificent. <laughs> his body's magnificent. He's he's wonderful. His one-liners are wonderful. Nasty Frank going under Star and Armageddon. I thought. Yeah, there Bit you of a go. pleasure of mine that film. Yeah, you know, end of the world. So yeah, I, I absolutely love it, and it wasn't a chore to rewatch it again this morning. No. Um, and no, and I got photographic proof, haven't I, guys? That the CIA tried to sabotage my watching today. Yes. Amazon cut it off in the middle, and I had to wait a bit and reload it and carry on watching. And I was generally disappointed when it stopped. Where it mm. did in the middle, I was like, shit. I bet. I was really enjoying that, so I was glad when it reloaded. Um, I apologise, I'm a bit slurry and quite drunk this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, Day Live was great. Um, that's it's me perfectly going. relevant, and I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I've yeah. been Ben. Uh, I've been Gaz, Free Biff Tannen. <laughs> Is that a thing now? That's my sign off. Well, it was Free Biff Tannen. Well, remember, I can't remember which episode we spoke about why Biff should not be working yeah, um, yeah, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. McFly household. And we 
broke. We sort of said he's prisoner there against his will because he was a bad boy back in his day, but he's suffered long enough, and we sort of broke out into a chant of Free Biff Tanner. Yeah. Free Biff Tanner. The trouble is, you're defending someone on the sex register. He didn't yeah. actually do it. Jesus, he was going don't, to. don't put it like that. I'm just saying <laughs> that he's done his time. I believe in rehabilitation, and he just shouldn't be working there for the sake of the family. Well, I'm just saying Free Biff well, Tanner. All right, it's if difficult if you, if you try and defend. Just, I'm not defending him, it's just if Free Biff Tanner. If you're going to say Free Biff Tanner, then I want to sign off by saying, bring Major Tundi home. There you go. Hey. That could be yours, and might yeah. need one. I'll just say peace out. There you go. There you go. Free Biff Tanner. Bye. Until next time. See you again.